If dog people made dog food, it wouldn't be sold in a 50-pound bag in the hardware aisle by the shoe polish. It would actually be food. It would be made with real, fresh meat and veggies gently cooked to preserve their nutritional value. You know, like food. The Farmer's Dog was created by dog people who cook and deliver fresh, healthy food. Try the Farmer's Dog and get fresh, pre-portioned meals tailored to your dog's needs. Tell us about your dog, build your plan, and get 50% off at thefarmersdog.com slash listen. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen. Podeskew Podcast is a founding member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Hey, you there. We've got a question for you. Are you tired of clickbait stories and the loudest voices driving discussions in culture and entertainment? If so, I'm Dylan. I'm Kendall. And I'm Corey. And we host the podcast From the Middle. We're middle-class guys living in the middle of America, in the middle chapters of our lives with points of view somewhere in the middle. We take a more reasonable and centrist approach in our discussions covering genres like comedy, culture, entertainment, and interviews with really interesting folks like business owners, comic creators, doctors, news anchors, New York Times best-selling illustrators, professional stand-up comics, and more. We really value a relaxed and conversational podcast, one that we hope is so fun and laid back, you'll forget you're not actually hanging out with us. So search at from the mid pod just like it sounds or check us out everywhere you can find podcasts to the Potterskew Podcast. I am CJ, and with me, as always, is my head roll, mate, Rico. What's up, man? Cowabunga, motherfuckers. I was wondering what you were doing with this one. <laughs> That's funny. What's going on, buddy? Uh, you know, uh, I, uh, uh <laughs> um, did, did a bunch of unpacking, uh, you know, because Steph and I still had a bunch of stuff left over from uh, from when we moved in and then the shit hit the fan and blah, blah, blah. So like for the past two days, Steph and I have been constantly like unpacking stuff, putting stuff away. She's on her, she's out right now, dropping stuff off at storage and donations, like a bookstore and shit like that. So, uh, I'm trying to get rid of the couch that I got when I first moved, when we first moved in here. And so today someone's going to allegedly come pick up the couch because we bought another couch, a new couch. Oh God! I know I bitched about this, but like I'm gonna bitch about this for just one second. Like I think, yeah, I don't think you bitched here. You bitched to me, no. but I don't think you bitched here. Okay, so I, Steph and I were like, you know, this couch is fine, but it doesn't do enough, and we would purposely like a, a of uh, a, a pullout couch, for really the sole reason of if and when we babysit my nieces and nephews or her niece for some reason, or we have her family out of town and, or, you know, whatever, when we have people over, it's a way for Michael comes to, over and gets too hammered, you know, whatever, something, whatever, man. Like, you know, <laughs> I was just fucking um, around, but, go <laughs> but, uh, you know, the sole purpose of being able to be sleeping and comfortable. So we went online, we went on Amazon, we found a really nice pullout couch, and it was affordable. 
It wasn't cheap. We didn't want a cheap one because, mo- you know, most things that are super cheap are usually super shit. With the exception of this microphone that, you know, you, you, you made me get that, that was super cheap and it works really fucking well. How am I, how am I sounding guys? Like that's a new, that's yeah, a new you, thing. S- you sound good, bud. You do. You sound really good. So I'm not used to having to blowing Mike, but you know, even <laughs> with my, even with having a fucking friend since I was 11, I'm not used to blowing Mike. Um, so we ordered this fucking thing. It was like $500 on Amazon. It's green. It's a pullout. It looks nice. It's, it has the same, more or less the same dimensions. It's a pot of couch. It's a pot of couch. Okay. I'm, it's, it's green. I figured. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm with you. (laughs) Sorry. We'll work. We'll work on that. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's the only pulling out that like, you know, will happen with pot of skew. Let's put it that way. Wait, wait, what? I'm sorry. I was reading something. It's the only pulling out that will be involved with pot of skew. Well, with each other anyway. <laughs> I was talking about you and me, buddy. Not that. <laughs> Move on. If I'm blowing Mike, I'm... All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we ordered this uh... fucking couch. And... We, I had paid extra for insurance of all things because, you know, fuck it. Like, I'm thinking this has got to be an adult thing to do. And I even paid extra to have the option of the delivery fuckers, like, give me the room of choice. Presumably, they will bring the thing in and will put it in the room of my choice. That's why I'm paying an extra fee. And the window of time that they're supposed to bring it is, like, late May, mid to late May. And at this point, it was late April. So I'm like, all right, we've got some time. Less than a week later, at 930 at night, I get a text message saying, we tried dropping off your order. No one was there. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I call Amazon. And I was like, I don't know what this means. I'm like, oh, that's got to be an error. Ignore it. I'm like, yeah, because who's trying to drop off a couch at 930 at night? That doesn't make any bit of goddamn sense. Right. And no one knocked on the door. No one did this, blah, blah, blah. Two days later, we get woken up to from one of my dad's tenants knocking on our door saying, hey, there's a big package outside for you. They need And I, they need you to sign for it. And we're like, what the fuck? Steph goes out. I'm still trying to wake up and pour myself coffee. It's the fucking couch in a huge box. Like, imagine a couch. Yeah. Now imagine a box around it. <laughs> That's right. what it is. I, I actually looked because you, uh, but you know, I'll I'll share that you told me about this like the day it happened. I looked up the couch. I you should have to put that fucker together too, from what I read. Yeah. yeah. Right. So let's let's recap. It's three weeks earlier than expected. The delivery drivers or whatever did not bring it into our place. They pretty much left it outside. They didn't contact me. And they didn't try. So essentially, if my tenant hadn't like knocked on our door, then we would have had our package just sitting outside. Like I hate Steph, when my package is outside. Like Steph and I brought it inside. We did it. Yeah, okay. We did everything. Uh, <laughs> so now we have this other, this old couch, and we have this new couch in a box, still fucking, you know, not put together, in our bedroom, just off to the side. So, and. They still charge me for the whole, oh, yeah, we, we, and I got an email saying, like, oh, yeah, we totally, like, you know, the, the room of choice was completed. I'm like, the fuck it was. 
outside on my door is not the room I chose, motherfuckers. So I'm trying to get this goddamn couch out of here so we can put it in a new one because we're supposed to have company sometime, in the, uh, you know, a, a little later this week. So the whole point of getting the couch in the first place, we need to actually like build it within a day or two because Steph's going out of town and I, I don't want to do it by myself because fuck that noise. But it's green, which brings us to our to today's topic. <laughs> yeah, and and you said something about April too, if I recall. So that that you know. Okay. Yeah, uh, I see what you did. See what I did there. Yeah. Tie it all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's better than pull out. Or, Does or, it? You know, it's better than couch askew or whatever the fuck you said. Pot of pot of couch. couch. Pot of couch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, we are here to talk. Uh, the original. 1993, 1990, I think 91 and 93, uh, yeah, right. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. The original ones, the, the OG ones, if you will. The first three, we're not doing the 2007 uh, animated TMNT. We're not doing the Michael Bay ones. It, we, may, we may, this may be a two-parter type of situation, but in all honesty, we didn't really, we wanted a very laid back kind of week. Yeah, just because of crazy shit. So CJ and I we were like coming up with franchise topics to talk about. We compiled the whole list, and it was like, well, fuck it, let's do turtles because yeah. they're on HBO. It's easy. We both like the franchises. Yeah. So I'm, if, if I'm guys... an old school turtles. Like I I saw episode one of the cartoon when it aired. You couldn't have, but you know that's no. what it is. You know. So if you guys like this part one and you want us to critique the TMNT film and the two uh, Michael Bay fucking whatever fucking movies, then maybe, maybe I'll give you a maybe. Ah, what the shell? We'll see. Okay. I hear you. I can do that. I can do that episode real quick. TMNT. All right. Not terrible. Not bad. It's, it's what it is. Michael Bay can suck the, the, the shells off the turtles for all I care. Cause he's fucking God awful. So you, you blow him enough for bad boys, buddy. Like you gotta. <laughs> Did you see the uh, Michael Bay films? No, and I don't really want to. I've seen what the well, turtles look like, and I've, I've. That's enough for me. Is it just me, or they do they look like, like Zack Snyder's abomination without the fucking scales? Right? I thought, I thought they kind of looked like the Goombas from the Super Mario Brothers movie that we talked about a couple episodes back. Uh, that's fair. With, with shells, know. they had shell. That's the difference because the Goombas don't have shells. But yeah, you know. right. Look, I'm. Look, we fucking. I watched this. We we watched Assassin's Creed to talk about Assassin's Creed. I'm willing to subject myself to movies that I know are probably bad for the sole <laughs> purpose of bitching about it on hey, an episode. Like, you that's you what said we you do. You're willing to do the Fast and the Furious franchise for me, so that there's proof. Oh, right there. that that is a total for you kind of <laughs> thing. But like, like you have done a lot of like franchises for me that you're not overly fond of. Yeah. Like as far as I'm concerned, like Fast and the Furious is explicitly for you. <laughs> but you know, I may enjoy some of them. Like I probably won't, but I may. You I know? think you might enjoy a few. Here's what here's here's where I think you might enjoy. I don't want to get into a deep dive discussion tonight because that's not the point. But when they turn from racing movies to heist movies, I think you might enjoy it because they make a they make a pretty distinct transition from from racing movies to heist movies. 
Sure. And I think you would. I think you'll dig more of the heist movies than the the racing movies. But that's I'm me. I'm I'm definitely not a car head. I'm not that's, a gear head. That's so. what I'm saying. The 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 earlier movies are more about the cars. The latter movies are more about the group of people. So that's why sure. I think you'll you'll enjoy those more. Um, but yeah, that, again, that's not what we're here to talk about today. Today we're talking no. turtles. Um, today we're talking Sam Rockwell's fucking best movie in the in the eighties. His first movie, I think. Is it his first movie? It's, it's, it's got to be up there. I don't know if it's his first one. I'll check right now. But I, I think he was in like Attack of the Killer Clowns or some shit. It's got to be one of his first ones, though. I mean, it's it definitely, certainly not. Uh, he's definitely an, he wasn't rocking well. He was rocking, you know, <laughs> he was rocking, but not rock well. Let's put yeah, it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. That freaked me out when I because I was very aware of him. And so like when I was younger, because I saw the first Turtles film a ton like that was like my movie when i was five and younger right. like i would that was the most quote-unquote grown-up movie that i was watching um but i was vividly aware of sam rockwell without knowing it was sam rockwell so gradually when i was like watching other movies that he was in like galaxy quest i was like that's the guy from turtles <laughs> And all my right. dad and my, my mom was like, who, what, where, what, why, what, what, what? Um, all right. So Sam Rockwell was, uh, I'm not, because he's in several TV things, including a couple of miniseries. So I'm not including those. So just big screen stuff. He's only in two things before Turtles. Um, one called Clown House. That's what I was thinking. I was like, Attack of the Killer Clowns. No, it's Clown House. And then he's in a thing called Last Exit to Brooklyn. That's the only two things he's in before. And yeah, they're and they're both early. they're both the year before Turtles, so really it's like he had a very good year. Let's put it yeah, that way. No, yeah, I mean, and for for a starter, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then obviously he, you know, he he continues to be him. I I I don't know where he really gets his. Um, I guess that's a conversation. Maybe we do a Sam Rockwell deep dive someday. But that's like I I would say just scrolling through here, probably Green Mile. It's where he gets his real, like, first, like, big, big role. I would agree. I would uh, agree with that. Yeah. I mean, he's he's in other stuff, and I'm sure he does fine, but because he's Sam Rockwell, and he's he's damn good. But, like, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, I still want to see Vice. Less so about Christian Bale playing Dick Cheney, but more so to see him playing play Bush. Because that yeah. really intrigues me. I got to be honest with you. Like, I didn't become a, aware of who he was. We'll put it this way. I didn't become aware of who he was until Iron Man 2, but I had seen a bunch of things he was in and not know who he was. Does that make sense? Like, So I'd seen things like Galaxy Quest, Hitchhiker's sure. Guide to the Galaxy, which he basically stars in, but I didn't know that was him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, Matchstick Men's another one I saw. You know, so I had seen a bunch of Sam Rockwell things. I just didn't realize who he was or whatever until later. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is, we did do an episode of Hitchhikers, but like that was an interesting film for me because like it took me years later to realize that I was watching Martin Freeman. Yeah, that he, too. Yeah, that that uh, was so bizarre. I, I when I when we rewatch when I rewatched it to do an episode of this. Hitchhikers, I was like, the fuck is Martin Freeman doing in this? <laughs> like it, it was so, I I just didn't register. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, Martin Freeman aged enough. You know, yeah. for me, to, because I'm used to Martin Freeman, Sherlock era. And like, 
Black Panther era. And then going backwards, I was like, holy fuck, he looks like a baby, dude. <laughs> um, so, um, again, we're not talking turtles, though. <laughs> so we no, we are talking turtles. We're just not currently fucking talking about turtles. We're supposed to talk about turtles. Um, you talked about how dark this film was, and so that's oh. that's a good place to start. I um, I I actually like that about this, but I will share with people and people who are listening that are comic book fans, like say potentially Mark, you know, mm-hmm. um, will tell you that the Turtles comic when it first started, because the whole thing, what people don't realize is the Turtles started first and foremost as a co- independent comic book, um. That was uh, Eastman and Laird. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, and started as a comic book, and and not even as a stop. It actually started kind of as a joke. They were sitting around in their studio one day, a la Banky and Holden, trying to figure out what they were going to do next. And and by studio, we mean their fucking apartment. Their, their actually, it was a house. Apartment. They had a house. Yeah, but yeah. They, that the my, the point is, they were they they called it Mirage Studios yep. because hey, look, it's it's a joke. Right, we don't have right. a studio, but yeah. So they're they're sitting around and they're, um, and I think they were just talking out ideas. And I forget I forget which one sketched it first. I want to say Eastman, but don't quote me on that. Uh, sketched out a turtle, like a, sketched out one of the Ninja Turtles, just while they were, just for the sake of drawing something while they were talking. Like it wasn't even like, hey, I got this idea. It was like From my understanding, it was to try and one of them was trying to make the other one laugh. Yes, that was yes. it. Was just bullshitting and just like, hey, isn't this fucked up? Isn't this funny? Look at that. And the other one did the same thing, and they right. just kept and like, well, if we do one, let's make a fucking whole group of them. And then they ended up with all four, and then Splinter, I think, was the the first things they built out. You know, so well, it was just the turtles, and then he actually wrote turtles in a big comic book caption yep. on top, yep. and then the other one wrote teenage mutant ninja atop of it. It's like fuck that. We're not just doing turtles. If we're making ninja turtles, we're gonna make them teenage mutant ninja turtles. Four fucking words that don't really go well together, but absolutely go well together. And now they're just a lexicon thing. Like, oh my you god, know, if. if, if I, I would say, and and this isn't about the movie per se, but just about the franchise, right? That you can say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to just about anybody, and nobody's going to be like, what? They may not know a lot about it, but they're going to know those four words. Those four words mean something, you know? The, o- the only paraphrase you could do for the title is Ninja Turtles. Yep. That's it. Yep. You can't say Teenage Turtles. You can't say mutant turtles. It doesn't flow right. Nope. But Ninja Turtles, that's the key. Because you could take out the fact that they're teenagers. Because that's that's really not as important. No. What's imp- and even the mutation is more important than being teenagers. But the fact they're fucking ninjas <laughs> and turtles really fucking sucks. Um, the other thing you can do is use the acronym, the TMNT. Mo- TMNT. Yeah. yeah, if you say TMNT, most, mo- especially fans, will know exactly what you're talking about. The, let me put it this way. My dad, if I said TMNT to him, he's like, what? If I said Ninja Turtles, he's like, oh. <laughs> well, there you go. I love how Ron's always the barometer. For that, that is definitely <laughs> the barometer because it's, it's like, it, it's a good excuse being like, what? You haven't seen fucking, you haven't seen Star Wars? My dad saw Star Wars. He doesn't see shit. Yeah. <laughs> Right. My dad um, saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles a lot with me. Like, early ass fucking memories was me watching the first one and like doing martial arts, like kicking and punching invisible foot clan members 
while the movie's going, and my dad's sitting on the couch just kind of bemused, watching the movie and watching me just kick the shit out of like a bunch of invisible men. That's funny. That yeah, is funny. That w- yeah. And that was not just like a one-time thing. That was a very reoccurring thing. So um, there's, a, there's a lot of places to go with this, and I mean that in a good way, but there's a lot of places to go. So do we want to talk about I, – I, I will tell you right now, I, I know – how I feel about the franchise, meaning the first... When we say the franchise for this conversation, I know we kind of laid this out already, but I want to say it again. If I say the franchise at any point during the rest of this conversation, it's these first three movies. That's all I'm referring right. to. So, again, I know the... We're Michael talking Bay, about everything pre-2007. Let's yeah, put that way. basically. Um, so... Uh, with the exception, of, depending on how deep we get, maybe some of the games, because some of the games come out after that that are worth talking about, I think. Well, but... all the Turtles games that I played were were Super Nintendo era. I never played anything post that. Yeah, no, you're right. And I think they, even the re-release... Like Turtles, hit... Turtles in Time is, is Super Nintendo. Right, and then the, the re-release is after 2007, but it's of that title. It's so a that yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, good point. So, anyway... Uh, so of this franchise, like I know, I know how I feel about the movies in this franchise. Like I, I do. Um, I, I, I would venture to say we probably don't share the same opinion about that. I got to be honest. I don't know. I, I don't um, know. We, yeah. we, we, we purposely didn't talk about this. No. Yes. Yeah. 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 I camera. know. So let. First off, I, I love the show. I I was not as big into the toys as other people. It's not that I didn't like them. I just didn't have as many. I had like, I think two of the four turtles. Because mm-hmm. my buddy had the other two, and it was a guy I like lived next door to, and so I like mm-hmm. play. We we played together and hung out like every day. So like I had two of the turtles. He had two of the turtles. Sure. You know. Um, well, that's he actually kind of beautiful. Like you yeah. guys like had to be friends in order to make a set. That's cool. Yeah. Um, he had. He had the van and the Technodrome. Cool. Oh, he had the Technodrome? He had the Technodrome, yeah. Dude, I, that was, like, you knew you were, like, your fucking parents loved you. He had the you. blimp, He's, too. I don't know the blimp. I never Turtles, saw the blimp. Turtles had a blimp at one point, and it was, it, the, to, the toy was a gigantic inflatable thing with a remote control. Now, it was corded, so it only got so far up, but it could. Right, right. But it definitely flew. It I mean, flew. the Technodrome it, was just sort of, it wasn't the Holy Grail because it was easily accessible, but it was very much like, like my mom looked at me and said, like, can't I just get you some more turtles instead of getting this thing? No, that's, but, that's I, like, I never got it, but like, it was the eyeball that my mom was like, I don't know about this. The, the <laughs> weird eyeball like scope that looked at everything. And my yeah, mom was yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't, I, that's kind of creepy. Can't we just get... Instead, she was like, here, I'll get you the manta ray figure. Isn't that cool? And I'm like, what? (laughs) Won't give me a building Um, with a giant fucking Cyclops fucking eyeball, but you'll get me a dude that's half man, half manta ray? I had the pizza shooter, so I was happy about that. Oh, my God. Oh, you were bringing me fucking back. Do you remember the pizza shooter? That thing thing fucking was... I totally do. And then then he started getting more turtles, because I remember, like, after a while, they started, like, having themes... Like they, they, we didn't have all these, but they had yeah. like baseball ones and rock ones and whatever. He had the samurai Star ones. Star Trek ones. They had Star Trek okay. ones. Yep. Uh, he didn't have any of those. The only one he had was the samurai. I want to say he had the Leonardo samurai specifically, but it could have been. I don't remember which one he got, but yeah. Um, you, you've got to give the toy company credit. 
for taking the same goddamn four characters and just putting accessories on them and repackaging and making it the same. Like it wasn't like here's some clothes you could buy for your for your standalone figure. It was buy the same fucking figure in a in a trucky outfit. And people and, bought and, it. And pe- people <laughs> bought that shit, dude. Like yes, he did. the weirdest one for me, and it wasn't like a gimmicky costume thing. It was where there was like a button on the back where you could push out their eyeballs yep. to make yep. them. That was so weird to me. Yeah. Like, what was the point of bug out eyeballs for the turtles? Well, it, it was a way. To, it was a way to like if they got hit, if the foot hit them, you could bug out the eye. Like, ah, you know. Yeah. I guess it just it just made me like years later. It just makes me think of like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Total Recall when he's like, <laughs> on Mars and his eyes are bugging out. Uh, um, but you know, it's a, it's a good thing to talk about the toys because, as you said, like the graphic novel, which started out as a joke, was super dark and gritty. Uh, so, so spoilers, people! In the first issue, they kill Shredder. They actually yeah. kill, and I don't just kill him. They like eviscerate him like they, yeah, they don't kill him, him off like batman kills off the joker every other fucking episode like he's dead the <laughs> shredder was shredded yeah they fucked that dude up in the first in yeah. the first book yeah so so and, and and i remember watching a little doc uh we watched i you and i both watched the uh toys that make us yeah yeah i had seen stuff before that but the toys that made us on netflix the episode on the turtles yeah and and I think it was Eastman. He was just like, we killed off our big bad, like in the first episode, in the first issue. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. What do we do? Yeah. And yeah. and thank fuck they brought back Shredder because. Well, that was he, that was the uh, playmates. Was the toy I think. Company. Yeah, that was a toy yeah. company. Um, they were like, we're gonna if we're gonna do a show to try and see if this toy is marketable, we gotta have your villain and. And instead of making up a new one, but who who is more iconic in terms of a turtle's villain than the fucking Shredder? Yeah, yeah, of course. They, listen, by the way, you said you watched the episode. I'm glad you did because I wasn't sure. I know I suggested it to you, but I didn't know if you got a chance to actually watch it. So I'm glad that you did. But did did you get the same vibe I did of watching Eastman and Laird going, "Oh crap, that's me and Rico"? Um, because there's a there's like a there's about the same age gap between those two guys that we have. I think. I didn't view it like that, I because I was when you when you just said that just now I was like, well, I mean they kind of ended their partnership really shittily. No, that part. Like, I'm I talking hope about that's the, not what you're alluding to. No, buddy. no, no. I'm talking about the age gap and just the difference. Oh, Cause like, okay. Because like I remember I remember they're talking about they got the first million dollar check and the one guy like invested and the other guy bought a tank. <laughs> You know, like <laughs> is that is that what you think I would do? I would buy a fucking tank. No, the scary part is I think it would be reversed. I. <laughs> Here's the funny thing is that I look like the older of the two. You are the older of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what's fucked up is I look like fucking Laird. I think it's Laird, yeah. I can't remember who's the older one. Um, that's fucked up, man. Like, you know, th- there's your comparison. I look like the older one and you are the older one. And then <laughs> because I've actually like I've had people. Like when they like just in conversation, like I'll tell them how old you are. They're like, really? Yeah. And and they're like, are, are these people like, that have like heard us talk or whatever or yeah, seen? Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it, dude, it's the whole it's the whole thing. It's your face. It's your voice. They're like, wait, he's not thirty. <laughs> so we're all well, saying I, you look good for your age, and they're all saying I look like shit for my age. The, the irony there is that I'm just recently starting to get. He's thirty. For a long time, I was like twenty five. 
Like I just it just recently be like hit thirty. Well, see, that's the funny thing is, is that people assume that I'm forty, and people assume that you're thirty. Yeah, and then and we sort of even even it out. So people assume that we're the same age. We're like, oh, you guys are thirty five, right? We're like, <laughs> no. First off, fuck. Like I would be like, fuck you, and then like CJ would be like, fucking fuck thank you. you. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Getting back to the, 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 the yeah, so my buddy had the card, the, those those turtles. I had mine that we had the pizza shooter. Man, we used to play turtles all the time. We we were actually Ninja Turtles for Halloween one year, but our parents were too poor to be able to afford like the costume, so they actually like my mom. My mom, to her credit, and I and I love her to die. There's a picture of us somewhere. Um, we both wanted to be Raphael. Well, no, we both had to be Raphael because the only one that they had the, the appropriate like weapon for, I guess. But um, they, they didn't have the the katanas, like the plastic katanas. That was really rampant. When no, I was no, there. we're talking. The whole thing was like fucking homemade. The entire oh, costume okay. was homemade. But my mom fucking made turtle shells for us out of car, and we wore them kind of like um, like uh, what? Like a backpack. No, no, it wasn't even that. It was more like the 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 board that Bruce Willis is wearing in uh, fucking Die Hard with a Vengeance. It wasn't that big, but like it went over your shoulders and hung on the front and the back. Sandwich had, board, right? Thank you, because it had the the chest piece and the shell piece, and That's then cool. and then we both wore like green sweatpants with green turtlenecks underneath it to give us like the turtle look. Yeah, turtlenecks. No, yeah, on serious. I'm not. I I get the joke, but yeah, no, it was. To what we wore, <laughs> so. That's, I mean, I, I would love to see that photo. Um, it, it, I, I either I have it or my mom still has it, but I've seen it. You know what? It might actually be on Facebook. Now that I think about it, I really? will look. Yeah, I'll look for you. Um, but anyway, we we both we both did that, and you know, um, whatever. But I got a question for you. As a kid, now I think it's different now, but as a kid, who was your favorite turtle? I have two answers. Okay. Uh, my favorite as a kid was Michelangelo because he was the fun, goofy, you know, one that every kid can kind of like, for the most part, relate to. He's the funniest one. Sure. But I also had, I think, two separate, uh, Super Nintendo video games and Donatello, I always noticed was like, for me, the favorite to play as because he had such a long range attack with his bow staff. Yeah. The bow staff. Yeah. So I loved playing as Donatello, but I probably, especially from the movie, like the first movie, I was a big fan of Michelangelo. Now, the que- the the flip side of the question is, who would I really relate to now? It's probably Raphael. Yeah, that's I. I, I, I would probably I, yeah. say Michelangelo and Raphael. If you fucking combine them, you'd probably get me. Like that's, angry, pissed yeah. off, but really jokey at the same time. I I actually those are the same too. For me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in that order, Michelangelo when I was a kid and, and probably Raphael now. And Raph, yeah. yeah. No one ever picks on it. I mean, that's not, that's not fair. I mean, there are those that pick Leo. There are those that pick Don. But my, no, like, my, my buddy that I was, I was talking about earlier, he probably would have picked Donatello. See, Leo, I think was the coolest looking because I had, I was like, he's, he's got fucking katanas. That's cool. See, I always like, loved the nunchucks. I was a huge fan of the nunchucks. That's what I, the one of the things I loved about Mikey for me. 
in in a perfect world, I would I would have preferred like Michelangelo to fucking have like swords, and he fucking randomly does in the third movie, which is so w- weird to me. And as far as I could tell, yeah. it's the only time a turtle has a different weapon that's not like an improvised fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, these are the first film Michelangelo picks up like a pair of symbols. If we're if we're if we're sticking to um the current or the the franchise era that we talked about, yes. There's a, um, how do I put it? It's kind of like a new 52, but it's not that. I don't know how else to phrase it, though. Where, I, I know what you're talking about. Where all the other turtles except Michelangelo are dead. Yeah. And, like, he's, I think he's carrying one of each on him now. As, yeah, as tribute. Like, if you, in, I, if, you, if you watched Endgame, if you guys are familiar, if you're listening to the show and you're not familiar with Endgame, what the fuck? But number two, um... If you if you remember an Endgame when when Hawkeye goes to Ronin, that's kind of what Michelangelo is now in this in this version. Well, Raph did a he at one point was like known as the Night Watcher or something. Yeah, like something like that. Yeah, yeah. And he actually purposely shed his Raphael image when he was doing the Night Watcher fucking thing, the Night Stalker or whatever. Sure. And he had like a completely different weapon. Like he it wasn't like he was like I'm no longer Raphael I'm no longer part of the Turtles like he was doing both, like when he would go out and be Batman he would fucking be Batman, you know what I'm saying? Right. Can we point out the amazing fucking interesting point of the fact that these guys are in the comics three foot tall turtles that are ripped? They all look like Bruce Lee with fucking shells on their back. They're mutants. They're giant fucking turtles, meaning they look like creatures. And in order to protect their identities, they wear fucking domino masks. Right. Well, I mean, that's the same argument as uh, uh, super, uh, uh, Superman with Clark the glasses. Yeah. No, that's not the same argument because Superman and Clark Kent both look like dudes. This is a, these are fucking four ripped turtles <laughs> wearing fucking colored cloth to cover their eyes. Like, like we wouldn't fucking be like, oh, like, it, <laughs> like if they took off their masks in front of us, like, holy shit, it's a turtle. You see what I'm saying? Like, what yeah, was yeah, the yeah, fucking, yeah. It, the, the only point of putting the masks on was to differentiate because in the original comic, even though it was black and white, all the bandanas were red. Yes. So that was a conscientious decision when they were going to make a TV show Made it was the Toys first. The toys well, changed no, the colors. As they were trying to make the toys, they had to make the TV show in right. order to see if the toys will sell. Right. So it goes hand in hand. Okay. They had to add belts with letter emblems. So L, M, uh, yeah. R, and D. D, yeah. So And they had to all have a color. Raph was the only one who still had red. Red, because yeah. Red is angry and blah blah blah. I actually, um, I actually heard they just did it because Raph and Red are are. They just left it. That's why. I honestly heard that's one of the reasons why he's the red one. I always envisioned it was just because like Red is always like you're seeing red, and if you're sure, seeing red, sure. you're seeing Raph. Sure, you know? sure. Um, but goddamn, like, and we as an audience were like, all right, I'm into it, like. Let's put these fucking colored bandanas around their eyes to protect their fucking identities as they are being trained by a fucking four foot tall Japanese speaking rat, which <laughs> like it, 
see, um, I'm sure diehard fans are going to know this, but like the graphic novel was in, intended to actually be like a spoof and a tribute to Daredevil. I don't. The whole thing was direct to Daredevil. Some of it, but not all of it. Yeah. Well, the ooze or the 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 toxic waste that blinds Matt Murdock. Yeah. Was this uh, in their viewing supposed to be the same toxic waste that leaks into the sewer? Okay. And and creates the turtles. There is instead of the hand, which is a group, of, which is a group of ninja assassins. Yeah. You have the, the foot. foot. Yeah. Matt Murdock is trained by Stick. The Turtles are trained by Splinter. So it's very obvious. I never put that one together. That's pretty good. There you uh, see. Yeah. There you oh, go. Yeah. Um, the only difference is that the Turtles aren't blind. You know? Yes. Yeah. And they're Turtles. <laughs> and they're Turtles. Yeah. And they're Turtles. That, that's, that, that's kind of the most obvious one. Um, but yeah, dude, the graphic novel was dark. And I had it. I had a... I always forget what they're called, but it's like a bunch of issues in like a soft paperback format where it's like they compile a bunch of the issues to complete a story. That's usually a graphic novel. It is a graphic novel. Yeah. yeah. So I had one. I had the the Turtles graphic novel of like, I think the first set, the first run. And it was, it's, I mean, with some minor differences, it's essentially the first movie. It really is. Okay. And it's dark. Like, did you ever read the? No. Did you ever read? Oh my god! I I think I've read. I've read part of the first one, and that's from piecing it together online. Like, I never had like a. Yeah. By the way, I mean, for comic book collectors, you know, the first Spider-Man, I think, is still the. I think it's either I forget which if it's the first Spider-Man or first Superman. Now that's worth the most money because they flip flop quite a bit, you know, over time. But they're usually like the holy grail of comic books because they're just worth so much money. But that first Turtles book, if you can get a first run first Turtles book, that thing is worth a lot of fucking money. It was very limited run. It was like yeah. what? It was like 3,000, I think. Yeah, I was going to say it was like 3,200 issues or some something shit. Like it was that, really yeah. small. And then it was fucking pandemonium. Yeah. It, it was Turtle Mania. It was Yeah, insane. and that was before the, the toy deal. That was just, just the first run was yeah. like it yeah i i uh, heard i this is a rumor so i don't know if this is true but i heard stories that they were like people were like photocopying it and like redistributing it to like friends like it was spreading the first just just the first run and it wasn't meant to like cheat those guys out of money it was like it's like right. when you get a tape that i mean you bootleg, were too, it was bootleg it issues was, yeah but it was like it was bootlegging to be like hey check this out not to not to like rip off Eastman and Laird. It was just like here, right, you should right, check right. this thing out. And people were like photocopying it at their co- at their colleges and shit. So and and handing it out. So it was the best way of like you know uh, word of mouth. It was oh, really yeah. like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like have you have you read these fucking turtles, dude? Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, see, like you were around when you were a kid when like the mania was really hitting. Oh, I, I, I watched the first episode when it aired, the first episode of the right. cartoon. I was like, when I was a kid, Turtles were still popular, but they were kind of like waning a little bit. It was like, I mean, the Turtles will always come back. And to prove that, they fucking rebooted the shows, the, the toy lineup. There's been like three different fucking cartoons. There's I think been... there's another movie coming, and it's not Michael Bay. Like it's another. No, it's, it's Seth Rogen. Like Seth Rogen is doing a fucking 
Which... I I I'd be interested to see that one. That one I'd be interested to see. I'm very curious because Seth Rogen is the type of like he he's got good credits. Like he yeah. he's connected to the boys, the show that I've been telling you about. Yeah. He he helped run uh Preacher, that show. Yep. He's helped run the show Invincible, another show I'm, I've been telling you to watch. Yep. Like he's like integrating himself like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to do like, you know, graphic novels and I'm going to make them awesome and amazing. But like for someone who who can respect and appreciate a a dark, gritty, violent comic which features Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's fuck. Like I would go for him. I also kind of imagine that he would probably be the first choice to play Michelangelo if he decides to star in it. Cowabunga, dude! <laughs> you mean you mean like the voice? Yeah. Okay. Which. We're gonna yeah we're gonna get into some of that stuff because I had I have some issues with that with the even with the first film, so um but we'll we'll get into that um I'm trying to see if there's anything else from a, as a whole about the franchise I really want to talk about obviously it turned into games and and you know we talked about the toys already and you know it's it well I we have to acknowledge that the show did more to pave the way of what the turtles became oh, as opposed to what the graphic novel like so, oh, for instance yeah. pizza pizza was not a fucking thing in the graphic novels in no. the original in the originals it, it it was hey let's let's make the fucking turtles like pizza everyone yeah. likes pizza I, I think it was that and, and and it's not said but i've i've maintained and I, I i i still hold this opinion that they said well what did teenagers like to eat you know what I mean? Yeah. Like specifically yeah. teenagers, you know, it, so. And they also amped up the slang, you know, the cowabunga, the radical and yeah. all that shit. And yeah. Which, ma- which they, they jump all over in the movie. Like that's. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it gets a little. I, I don't mind that though. Like that, honestly, I don't, I, I don't have a problem with that. See, I was fine with it in the first, at least the first two films, because they still kind of differentiated Enough. Like Michelangelo is the one who's gonna be like, you know, party on, dude. Like he's he's the surfer one. Sure. But Raphael was like the angry Brooklyn fuck who like would still do some slang, but it sounded like he was like radical, like really not yeah, like yeah. enjoying it. Uh, like when they would group together and do their fucking slang things every time. Like here's here's the point: the beginning of the first film, they. Stop April O'Neil from getting mugged and all that shit. And all the turtles are like, you know, we kick, like, give me, give me four, like, you know, high fiving yeah, and yeah. shit, shit like that. Cowabunga, whoa, awesome, radical, bossa nova, shit like that. Yeah. Raph is pissed off and just goes, damn. Like, <laughs> yeah. Raph was cool because he was like the one that was well, swearing so, the most. He was saying damn, but it was funny as fuck for a little and so here. Okay, so that's funny you bring that up now. I was going to bring it up anyway, so we'll, we'll go there right now. But, like, uh, so when this movie came out, I was in... You're about eight. Nine. Or actually ten. I was, depending right. on what you, when it came out in the year, I was ten or nine. Sure. Um, but I was, all, I was taking a... a I was going to that point to a private school where there's not a lot of kids. Like the whole school at the time, I think had like 150 kids in it from, and the school went from preschool to 12th grade. And it was like 150 kids in the entire building. Like it was sure. small. 
one of the kids on the bus, and I don't remember his name. I would I would give him the credit if I remember his name, but I don't I don't remember his name. But I remember we were talking about the movie, and he was like the grade behind me or two grades behind me or whatever. And like his mom got really mad because they curse so much. Well, Raph curse a lot. I mean, he says "damn" three times in the entire movie. I think Michelangelo says it once in the no. first film. He, no, 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 one of them does. It's one of, one it's of, Raph only in that first. No, no, film. no, 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 no. When they're watching TV in April's apartment. Oh, Ninja kicked the damn rabbit. Yeah, that's they, yeah, that's Michelangelo. Ninja kicked right. the damn rabbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I forgot about that one. Um, but yeah, he he's so it's got a lot of dams and it's a dark ass film. It's it's so fucking good, dude. Like Shredder, like he, well, I told yeah, go I ahead. told Steph, I was like, this is the only like this is definitely when you're five or six years old and you're watching this, this is as iconic as Darth Vader first appearing. Oh like, sure, yeah, that music and and he's kind of like a ninja assassin, Darth Vader. He's got the same yeah. type of helmet, yeah, and and he's like. Like I wouldn't even. Walking. I wouldn't. You talk about all the stuff that turtles are based on. I wouldn't be stunned if they said if they said, "Oh, let's put a helmet on him like Vader." You know, when they were when they were well, drawing it was obviously them up. based on the old school samurai shit. You yeah, know? but it's it, like you said, it's got a bit of a Vader thing going but on. But Vader's too. helmet was based on an old school samurai helmet. So there you go. It, yeah, yeah. So so see, everybody just rips off the fucking Japanese. So there you go. <laughs> anyway, I mean, even the lightsaber fighting is based on like kendo. Yeah. Yeah. So, At least the first. Um, the first, yeah, the so, uh, for, first off, let let's put it the couple things about the first film. I, I, it's it it is my favorite of the three without question. My favorite Agreed. of the three. It's it's um, absolutely my favorite of the three. It's my favorite of all of them. I uh, yeah, I'm already saying that before I've even attempted to see TMNT and the Bay film. I've seen TMNT and it's pretty good. I I would I'll okay. tell you this much. Without and I can't even spoil it for you because I don't remember a lot about it except that I just remember in, how I enjoyed it. I would I would put it above two and three from this trilogy. That's because I pretty I, high praise. I, I well, it's not so much high praise for that movie as much as how little I think of two and three. I I I, I like two fine. It's definitely going in a more kid friendly. Well, yeah, like, because the. Playmates wrote the fucking film versus the first one right. that was written by, you know, just writers. By, you know. by like, I think the writers went to Eastman and Laird and said, the story's all here in in your issues. Yeah. Like, we're not, we have to tone down a little bit of the violence. It's still pretty violent. It's, it's still pretty it's, dark, yeah. Yeah. I mean, nobody's I mean, really getting stabbed and, and whatnot. I mean, like, for, for, for two people that have stabbing weapons for no one to be sliced or stabbed at any given point is shredder gets shredder gets slashed right he's the only right. sla i mean there's that entire fight scene in april's apartment with like what 100 motherfuckers versus the turtles not one of them gets stabbed you know roth gets fucked up though and roth gets fucked being, up yeah yeah i remember being really young and watching that and being like like worried that Raph was not going to be okay. Yeah. Because he's like unconscious a good chunk of the fucking after that portion. Yeah. Like it, it's really like it, it's like I always 
at work at the video room, I always had overzealous dads who want to show their fucking young kids, like Indiana Jones, when they're like four. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. And another one was turning Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. Like they were like, it was an overzealous. Like, oh yeah, it's Ninja Turtles, and I'm like reminding them, like it's a little dark, dude. Like, Shredder might scare. Like, when Splinter gets kidnapped, Splinter's pretty scary. I mean, like, let's be, you know. Do you know who plays Splinter? I I do, but I'm blanking honestly. It's yeah. fucking Elmo. Yes. Well, the the well, yeah, but it's it's the. I mean, not to be. It's the child molesting Elmo, isn't it? We don't. We don't know if it's child molesting. We don't know. I, or that, or the the uh, the allegedly yeah, the allegedly fucking right. tickle me too much Elmo. <laughs> Kevin Clash. We don't know. We're just alleged. I mean, alleged. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm amending. I'm amending. Uh, allegedly, yeah. I mean, he, yeah he he was let go for it. That's the point. He, he was let go. I mean, he said it was a consensual thing, but the kid was underage. Yeah, uh, okay. See, it got, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, don't, I don't know, but I think the statute of limitations. Which, by the way, well, never mind. Forget it. Go ahead. Yeah. But I have to all all due respect to fucking Kevin Clash. I he fucking killed it as Splinter. Like he is. Oh yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. He does a great job. He does such a great goddamn job as Splinter. You know, like he has the commanding presence. You believe that this motherfucker can boss Raphael around, like you know, and and when when Michelangelo is, is on the phone ordering pizza. When he, you know, he, fucking Splinter yells at him like Michelangelo, like it throws a fucking like a book phone book him. or something. No, it's like a budget a book. I don't think it's a phone it's, book, but it's a book of some sort. Yeah. I, when I was little, I couldn't understand that he was saying Michelangelo because he says it so quick and with a heavy Japanese accent. Sure. I I thought he was saying make it original because. <laughs> Michelangelo is constantly ordering the ordering, pizza. Yeah. Like, ham, hey, pepperoni, and you put anchovies, like, you're going to be a big. Like, first off, of all the toppings, wouldn't turtles be absolutely cool with anchovies? Hey, I don't know what to tell you. Well, I mean, that's like the you, joke you they make. You live in like, a sewer, you fuck. Like, well, that's, that's like the joke they make later with April. Like, what do you like on your pizza? Oh, you know, flies, stink bugs, you know. And they they did a lot of that shit in the cartoons. Like they were putting like breakfast cereal on their pizzas. Yes, which yeah. is so like weird. Captain like, Crunch for me. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I got cuckoo puffs. Like what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, Kevin Clash as as Splinter. At least for the first two films, I I fucking I despise all the animatronics and all the voice work. In the third film, I'm sorry. Oh, it's it's bad. Film. Yeah, it's, it's really bad. bad. It's not Jim Henson's uh, workshop. Oh, it's not. It's, I said I didn't know that. Okay. The first two is Jim Henson. Yeah. I, the third one is I. I mean, look, it's no less impressive. It's still it's it's still impressive that they made this shit. It just looks a little too Chuck E. Cheese for my taste. For for just for Splinter or for the whole thing? All of them. All the turtles. Okay. Because the, yeah. I can I can talk to the turtle redesign in that one. I can talk to that very briefly. I know what that's about. It's 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 besides the fact that it's not Jim Henson, but there's a reason for right. the redesign. Those are the same turtles they took on tour. So the turtles for a brief period were a band, mm-hmm. and they they had an album which yep. yes I owned, 
and then they went on. Oh, I had it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That is yep. deep cuts. Um. Oh, no. Um, you want, I'm going deeper. You ready for the next deep cut? Oh, oh my God. They went on tour, and that is probably the first concert I ever attended. No shit. Yep. Do you use turtle wax to jerk off? <laughs> no, just to deal with my sore joints. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, hey, I, I, I I had floor seats to the turtles on you tour. You had fucking floor seats <laughs> to see the turtles live? Yeah, my buddy and I, Holy... the same the same one I was telling you about earlier. Yeah. Oh my good god, dude! Like now, te- technically, he got the tickets as a um, I think it was a birthday present, and then he he took me as like, but yeah. Dude, what the serious shell? Like what? <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. It may be fair to say you are more of a fan than I am. Oh, I am a, I, 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 I was, and and I think that's why I have such a fundamental problem with things like the Michael Bay d- versions and stuff because I am such an OG. Which I understand the cartoon and the toys and these movies are such a drastic departure from the original graphic novel. I get that. Like I, but the first film was pretty close. <laughs> right, but I'm talking in general in terms of right. the yeah. It it's you know or, or like the 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 revamped TV shows like the Next Mutation with sure Venus all that Stamilo. stuff. Oh right. my god, dude! I remember that. Yeah, I I was. I watched. I did try to watch the Next Mutation. That was fucking. The one that came out a few years ago, I hear, is pretty good. The one from 2017, I think it is. Something, yeah. yeah. I, I don't really like the design. I mean, I, I don't... But I hear they it keep, gets back they to kind the of vibe. Keep making them taller and taller. I want them to go ultra fucking... But uh, I hear it has the same vibe as the original... The, the vibe of the show is similar to the original 80s cartoon show. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but I've heard of that. What I haven't been able to to find on DVD or even on like HBO is the Batman, the turtles crossover. That, I've seen clips of it, but I, I want to see that. Cause I, I would imagine it be was, pretty dark. And... I think that was on. No, that was on that Plex server. We had access to it was on there. And I, yeah, yeah. I, the, the only I, clip I saw was when shredder fucking fights Batman. And I gotta fucking admit that was, that was, I got hard. Well, yeah, really because hard. see, like, look, I, I love me some turtles, right? And I love me some Batman. I kind of like not so sure I want that crossover like that. I don't want the crossover, but if they're going to fucking do it, then I have to see those weirdness. Yeah. But from what I, the few, the little I saw, it was clearly that the guys that did that crossover were fans of the first film because Shredder jumps into view in the slow-mo way like he, he does, does in it, yeah. the first film. Yeah. And I'm like, and every fucking kid who saw that movie, like his entrance was iconic when he's like walking in the fucking room and then like music. Sure. But him jumping into view, it was so, oh God, dude, I, I, I'm gushing so hard for Shredder. It was fucking astounding. <laughs> um, and he was so much better in the first film than he was in the second film. His, his redesign was stupid. Oh yeah, I mean, look, they they really, I there, there's I have a lot of problems with the second film. It's not as bad. I actually, I actually kind of like the third one better, not from the animatronics, oh. but but for well, and I'll tell you why. I will get into it, but I mean, I'll, I'll I will tell you why when we get there. But let let's finish with the first one. Um, okay. I I loved 
Casey Jones in this film. I thought that when I I'm a I was always a Casey Jones fan. I actually like Elias th- Codius is fucking great. I actually like this version of him better than even the cartoon. The cartoon Agreed. was a little campy. Like he was good, yeah. but he was campy. This version of Casey Jones is now Casey Jones isn't like a name like Batman. That's just his name is Casey Jones, but. This is what I would imagine if you had a vigilante who isn't loaded like Batman running around Gotham. This is what I would imagine he would be like. Yeah. You know, you just and, have some hockey equipment and fucking. Or just different people. sports equipment, you know, hockey, you know. I, I, I mean, I, I, I still. Anytime anyone mentions cricket, I'm like, you got to know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. Like, I immediately yeah. go there, even if it's only in my head. I always, Ab- I absolutely agree. Because uh, I love the fact that he when they when he and Raff are arguing and then ultimately fighting, he calls him bogey. <laughs> well, because he's <laughs> which, wearing the yeah, the which coat. brings me to the next point. It's like, like good for Raff for like putting on a trench coat of fedora and hoping no one sees a giant big green fucking head underneath it. Do you remember what movie he went to see when he goes to watch the movie? Critters. Where did it come up with this stuff? Do you know what originally was supposed to be? No. It was supposed to be Batman. Oh, the 89? Yeah, it was supposed to be Batman 89 and he was supposed to say costume looks crappy but the car was cool. That would have been pretty cool. I would have been, but I don't think they could have. Yeah, I that mean, would have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Critters is still funny. I mean, yeah, no, for sure. Um, but like, and even when they're fighting though, and and he swings the bat at him, and he grabs it, and he looks at it, and he goes, "Jose Canseco bat, tell me you didn't pay money for this." <laughs> like, it's... and and Casey's response is, "Like you, <laughs> son of a bitch." <laughs> no, dude, I've always been a huge fan of Elias Codius as Casey Jones. Um. He does a great it, job in that film. He really it's, he does it's a just great a job. Great... He's he's intimidating and he he's also com- He's lovably like, intimidating is what he really is. Like But it's absolutely not believable the the romance between him and April. It just doesn't make sense. Which is like, well, well I mean that's why I didn't carry through into the the other two films, I think. Well, yeah, but they made the fuck out at the end of the film, which was so bizarre. Like as a when you're a kid, it doesn't matter. But when you're an adult and you're watching, like, April, what are you doing? He's <laughs> awful for you. <laughs> and to be fair, Judith Hogue is April. I was totally into, uh, you know, for the first film. I actually liked her better than Paige Turco. I did. I, I have nothing against Paige Turco. I don't either because I've seen her in other stuff that I enjoy her in. So I don't think she's a bad actress. I think they're both good, respective April O'Neils for their films. But there's a reason why Judith Hogue didn't come back. She complained apparently uh, yeah. so much. I'm reading that. I read that. Yeah. So. Oh my god! Like, and that is the clear example of if you want to not come back, just fucking bitch. You won't come back. Yeah. They will fucking find someone else, someone hungrier who's not gonna bitch. Yeah. Now, I, here's um, something you'll appreciate. I, I I have the trivia up on this because I really was curious. You might you might have read these already, so I apologize I if you did. Probably you know them, but let's 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 share um, it anyways. I'm not going to go through a bunch of them. We'll go through some more of them later. But this was the one that's referencing Judith Hogue. That's why I brought it up. Um, apparently, uh, Robin Williams is a huge fucking Turtles fan, or was a huge fucking Turtles fan, like yeah. on Zelda level Turtles fan, and we both know. <laughs> How big of a Zelda fan 
he was, right? He named his daughter Zelda. Right. So um, he apparently, would, they were him and Judith Hogue were apparently filming uh, Cadillac Man at the time it went into production. So he was like sharing his comic books with her to like get her yep. ready for the role. That's pretty badass. <laughs> like, That's great. See, there's a lot. Even if like, she ended up being shitty, the fact that Robin Williams was that big of a fan. <laughs> And we and we have to reaffirm she was not shitty as, as April O'Neil she was shitty as a person right working. right 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 yeah yeah um uh what what's your take on the kid Danny so I I'm very <laughs> oh no 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 I got I have nothing against Danny I I I have because uh, I, I was gonna bring this up anyway and I think you're you're alluding not alluding to where I was gonna go but you're alluding to my overall point or my overall thought because if you remember when we did the video game one mm-hmm. and we were talking Mortal Kombat the video game movies and we were talking Mortal Kombat and Mark was like why do you need to fundamentally add a new character when you have all these characters to choose from and I kind of feel like they did the same thing with with a couple characters in this movie right so they did that with her boss with Charles with Char- right with Charles with Danny um and then also with Tatsu like I don't understand the need for Tatsu like I just don't get it I I I I, I can argue for all those points um Tatsu I think is supposed to represent obviously the second in command to the foot well, yeah and it's not like Shredder can go out in public you know what but I'm then saying? it is Tatsu, really. I mean, Tatsu, you know, apart from his kind of flourishing robe, is just another Asian guy in New York City. So when they go to like, fight... okay, yeah, but look, Shredder, Shredder still is a human being. He might have a scarred up face, but he could put on a pair of jeans and a baseball hat and walk down the street, and no one would know who the fuck he was. Like, I mean. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like to, I'm just trying to imagine that, like him going, getting some like food, like not even like staring. He's going to the bodega out. on the corner and grabbing a pack of smokes. It is what it is. But I mean, like it's just, it's, you know, like he does. It's not to get that voice. He probably was just like, you know, his deli- whoever played whoever did the voice. Well, that that's was- and that's the other thing I got a big problem with that we'll talk about because like, ugh. but anyway, but like. A- you, he he doesn't have to be in that out. He doesn't have to be in the shredder outfit twenty four seven. Like you know, <laughs> maybe he does. Maybe maybe he just does. I guess, but I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> we'll put it this way: the turtles were more daring about walking around New York City than the foot, than the foot or shredder. Like right. you know. I want, like, think about it. You mentioned already, Raph goes to the movie. Yeah, he's wearing the fedora and the trench coat, but he still goes to the movie. When they take April home for the first time, they still have to go down. When they pop out of the sewer, they still walk, like, third of a block to her front door on the street. And then when they come back. It's night, to be fair. But they're still walking around. And And when they're coming back from the farm, which we haven't even talked about yet, but when they come back from the farm, they're riding in the back of the truck. They're not laying down. They're just sitting in the back of a pickup truck. Okay, here's my argument. It's New York City. If this was in fucking Minneapolis, people would be like, what the serious fuck? Well, right, but, but that's what I'm saying. Where it's like, ah, fuck it. They're, it's more brazen, they're more brazen about being out in public than Shredder is, and he could fucking take off the helmet and put on, like, a flannel jeans and a baseball I- hat. 
Look, we don't fucking know that Shredder's not going to a dirty movie every night. We don't fucking know. Oh, he's not going anywhere. I guarantee I you he's not going anywhere. Fine. But, I, I, I mean, I don't have a problem with having Tatsu being a second in command. I have, And I don't have a problem with Danny either. I think, I don't know enough of the secondary characters in the comics or in the fucking uh, TV show who could represent a young kid that could identify and be relatable as a member of the foot, but also like he's, we oh, have to see him have look, an act of redemption. For the, for the sake of linking the foot to the turtles, besides the connection between Splinter and Shredder, you know, right. you needed someone like Danny. So I, look, I have a bigger problem with Tatsu than I do with Danny or Charles. Like the Charles Danny thing, I kind of get. I would I would have been upset if Danny had continued through the series because that just because he would you didn't need to link that together like that. He's not a I primary. would rather have him than Kino. Kino I thought was so weird they just shoved that in there. They and just look, shoved Danny in too. I mean, they really didn't shove Danny in. He was just there to be that link to show how easily these kids are being corrupted. Mm-hmm. And they needed someone that we that you know is uh, that link, we needed someone. Whereas Kino was like, like he's a great martial artist, but they were so impressed with him because he was like one of the stunt doubles for like Leonardo. That's no, he why. was he was Leo or Donatello. He wasn't a stunt double. He was the guy in the suit, right? Yeah. And they were just like, we're gonna make a whole role of you, and then we're never gonna bring you back in the franchise. It was so weird. It's so random. Well, because he got a bad lot of bad um, reviews when they were. Reviewing because he's it. not he was not a great actor. No, but I mean it was fine. You're not supposed to be looking at these movies for Shakespeare, with the exception of the first film, it's pretty like it's well dramatically acted. Yeah. When when people are being dramatic, they're doing a very good goddamn job. Yes. Like I was I'm I'm still kind of like recovering for uh the guy who plays Shredder, like, like marching towards the camera with his music, and then like rushing over and smacking the shit out of Splinter, like really hard while Splinter is like chained up against the wall. Like that still is like I can't believe they fucking did this. I can't believe. See, here's my point. Jim Henson made Labyrinth, and that's a dark ass movie. He also did the Dark Crystal. That's also a dark ass movie. He said. That he was not, he didn't, if he knew that the the Turtles film that he worked on, the first one, was going to be as dark as it was, he wouldn't have done it. But he did it as a favor to a friend of his, or yeah. whoever. Yeah. But he was like, this is way too dark, even for me. Uh, like, the I, Dark Crystal's I, dark as shit. I've only seen Labyrinth, I haven't seen Dark Crystal, but I would I would say dark. this is definitely darker than Labyrinth, and, and on, honestly, in my opinion, way better. Way oh, better. Way, than... I, I'm of the opinion it's way better. I'm not a fan of Labyrinth or Neither am I. Or the Dark Crystal, to be fair. I think the Dark Crystal is entertaining, but you have to grow up with it as far I, as I'm concerned. Right. Um tur- and maybe the same thing falls for turtles. Maybe like if we showed this to somebody today who's never seen it, they might be like, What the fuck? You know If I show this to my nephews when they are a little older, I yeah. think I don't think they could handle it now, but I think it would, like in three years, four years maybe. Yeah. Show them this. I think they might be into it, but I think they they I don't think they grew up with Muppets. That's going to be a weird thing to acknowledge is that there's going to be a whole sea of kids that are not going to be as familiar with Muppets 
yeah. than Sesame Street as yeah. much as we were. Well, Sesame Street's gonna... still going. It's not dead. Yeah, but, but Sesame Street is is they're adding a lot of CGI in their shit. I've seen it. And Cookie Monster became Veggie Monster. Like it, it's No, just... that was just a sequence. He's still Cookie Monster. They were I, and I only Cookie... I only know this because like two weeks ago there was a special on uh, ABC called 50 Years of the Street or something like that, and it was like a two-hour-long thing on Sesame Street. And it was... If you can find that on, like, Hulu or something, Rico, it's worth the watch because it's really good. But anyway, it's that's... It's probably on HBO because Sesame Street is on HBO. It might be. I didn't look. But either way, it's a really good It's a really good thing. But um, that's getting off topic. I I, I don't know, man. I, I, it's just... Well, you brought up the farm. Let's talk about the farm. Well, I want to talk about the, the, the gang for a second because you brought up something about the, how dark the film is. There's something with the gang that, and that's a Foot Clan because can we agree that while it's all under Shredder's purview, there's definitely two like levels to it. You have the Foot Clan, the ninjas, and then you have just like these disgruntled like youths that, you know. Right. They're the kids that are stealing shit. They're not the ones that are fighting and stealing shit. Like they're, right. I mean, we, uh, well, actually. They're because stealing, but they're not like it's. You, yeah, we have the disgruntled kids try. There is disgruntled kids that try to rob April, led yes. by Sam Rockwell. But they I'm just saying, foot outfits. Right, but I'm saying the ball. There's definitely still a distinct line between the Foot Clan ninjas and yeah, the rest of the people with training, involved. Without training. Yeah, you could not make the kids part of that movie today. When they when when the, the, to, to the Sam Rockwell part, when there's that sequence where Sam's leading those two kids that are not Danny and they're just random kids down the stairs and talking about different things and they're doing like pan arounds, there's a lot of things going on in that background you could not do in a movie the, the today. Fact, yeah, the fact the kids are like, "Got any cigarettes?" He's like, "Regular menthol." Like, not just that, but I mean, like a one scene, I think they're drinking. Um, another scene, I think they're, they're smoking. They're smoking, and then they're playing poker and shit. And they're not playing well, poker for fun. They're playing for money. Like, you know. And even the, the, the song that's playing in the background, I don't know who it is, but, like, there's, like, the, the lyrics are pretty, it's not. I love that like, soundtrack, so I'd have to go back and listen to it, but, yeah. It, it's not, ex- it's not uh, explicit, where it's as far as I could tell, but there's, like, a part where it's, like, Lick, suck my tongue, like, and I'm like, the fuck is in this song? No, I think you're hearing the words wrong because I know every song from that movie, and there's nothing that says that. So I think you're maybe hearing the lyrics wrong. Well, I may be hearing the lyrics wrong, but it's but that's my point. Is it kind of sounds like okay? It, it's that first like, let's get that body started, and then and but it's it's got a a sort of hip hop beat to it, and yeah, I think that's MC Hammer, so it's definitely not suck my it, tongue. It, you know, or it, what, or any, because Hammer didn't do that shit. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm curious. I want to find. Let's find out what the. Let's find out what that is. I'm. I'm curious. The song during the. Uh... Yeah. Okay. Well, you can you can look that one up because I don't feel like looking into it. Um. But you're right. It it is a little. Uh, it's a little risque and it's a little. But I will say, I I didn't realize this until I was doing research. The shot of the kid with a cigar in his mouth playing pool is yeah. exactly the same shot. Of like, I think it's Lampwick in Pinocchio. Like they, for some reason, they were like, we mm. really want to show this is being, this is the New York City version of Pleasure Island from Pinocchio. Yeah. The only difference is they don't turn yeah. into jackasses; they're just jackasses. <laughs> 
Um, I'm trying to think of what else. So yeah, I, here's the other thing. Okay, so um, you wanted to talk about the farm, but I, I want to go back to you mentioned about the pizza too, right? Yeah. They live in New York City. These turtles live in New York City, one of the best yeah. pizza towns in the world, and they're ordering fucking Domino's. Well, I don't know how Domino's was. It's no, in, it's in, no, in no, no. It does not. It does not matter about is or was. Domino's versus the New York pizza. No. Okay, this is what we do is by MC Hammer. That's not the song I'm talking about. Okay. I'm trying to find... Like I said, I have... I, well, I had that soundtrack. I don't have it anymore because I... Well, actually, I do. The... But I have it on cassette sure. tape, so... Uh... I'd have to listen to... We'd have to pause for a second for me to fucking find this. Because okay. I don't know what spin that wheel sounds like and shit. Hold on. If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, Recovery Centers of America can help. The holidays are over, the new year is here, and the time to act is now. Expert private care at Recovery Centers of America will get you on the road to recovery today at our award-winning and fully accredited treatment centers on the Eastern Shore and in Southern Maryland, you will be treated with compassion, dignity, and respect by our dedicated team of professionals. You will also benefit from specialized programs, 24-hour medical care, and the comfort of our outstanding facilities. Let us help you. We will answer your call 24-7 and can get you into treatment as soon as today. If outpatient care is right for you, you can receive a same-day assessment and attend therapy in person or virtually. And because we accept most private insurance plans, you get premium care without the premium price. Don't wait. Start your new year. Start your new life today. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. I'm not saying you have to love football. We all have different likes and dislikes, people. Personally, I'm not a fan of the avocado. I just don't like the mouth feel. But, but if you're someone who loves football, I mean truly loves it well, my sportsbook app might be the greatest thing that has ever happened to you. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Okay, so obviously it's not that. But, like, <laughs> yes, we, we did just go and fucking listen to some of the songs. It is the MC Hammer, This Is What We Do, that I was referring to. But I was wrong. But that's my point is that I didn't know what the fuck he was saying. But and even after listening to it again, I thought he was saying "kiss my tongue," but he's saying, but and then I thought, okay, it's not saying that. He's saying it's my time. And then I said, all right, well, fuck it. I'm actually look up the lyrics. He's saying, "My body, it's my body." Yep. <laughs> so my point is, is I don't know what the fuck MC Hammer was singing, <laughs> it, but it, I it, thought it was a dirty ass so, song when I so, was little. I, I was a big Hammer fan, or MC Hammer fan. Uh, not so much Hammer, because when he did drop the MC and try to go gangster, it it, it was bad. Um, but when 
he he was very much about not being dirty or sexual or anything like that. So that's why when you were saying it was the Hammer song, I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> um, right. You know, but anyway, um, but you couldn't do a lot of that stuff now with the kids and everything with them smoking and playing, you know, like those things you couldn't have in the movie today, you know, like. You know, I was thinking about what would be the 2021 equivalent of like disgruntled kids that were, and I'm not trying to make this a political thing, but I'm. They'd be hackers. Well, actually, I was thinking they'd be, they would be MAGA kids. That's what I was thinking. It'd be, it'd be a bunch of. No, they'd be cancel culturalers before they'd be MAGA. Yeah, they'd they'd want to they'd want to cancel everything, like everything. That's that kind of does. I mean, there's no definitive political party of who the cancel cultures are. There are the cancel cultures on the right side that are saying, you know, fuck you liberals for doing this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There are the liberals that are saying, like, fuck you. Like, you cancel I mean, something that was 45 years old that was, you know, like that. That, uh, that. Unfortunately, the liberals are the ones that do do that. I'm that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it so. depends. It, it always depends on the context. It depends on the context. Like, cancel Bill Cosby. Don't cancel Felicia Rashad because because we don't fucking know if she knew anything, but that's beside the point. Um, I the the farm is straight from the comic book where they take it into the farm. Like, yeah. like I'll give it to you even further. I'm like because it's been a very long time since I've read the graphic novel of all the issues that I had. I'm like ninety percent positive that some of the uh, the framed issues, the the drawings are recreated in the film. Like, I know for sure... They're not Eastman Laird, that's for sure. Well, I'm... No, 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 no. I'm saying they're... The the movie producers lifted uh, panels to recreate in the film, especially at the farm. Like, when Casey and... I think it's Donatello. Donatello, yeah. On the truck. Yeah, they're doing the truck. That's straight from the issue. Um, The... Which is Laugh actually one of my favorite scenes from the whole the whole thing is of them doing the alphabet and yeah, insults at the same yeah. time. I thought that was what, just What other way yet? Gee. All right, Gak Breath, you know. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, Stephanie laughed. That that scene only honestly to your point from earlier, that scene only works because of Elias Costas. Like that scene is that, doesn't is it Costas? Is that how you pronounce this fucking I think so. I, Costas is C O S T A S. Like his Costas is, Mandela. And his is it's K-O-S-T-A-S, isn't it? it I, I've always viewed view that as Cautius. No, there's no there's no I. It's, it's I think it's, yeah. It, it's, it might be Cote. Oh, it you're might, right. It might be. Okay. It might be Cote. Well, either way, I, I don't mean disrespectful to the guy because I, I like him a lot too. I'm with you. But Look, um, as far as I'm concerned, he is just the Greek Christopher Maloney. Look up Christopher Maloney. Oh, I know. That, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, See, I agree. this is what I want, right? This is exactly what I want. I want a movie where Robert De Niro plays the patriarch of a family, and his children are Andy Garcia, Christopher Maloney, and Elias Cotes. That's what I want. That'd be interesting. Look like, that shit up and tell me they're not all De Niro's children. Like if you if you remake The Godfather, and oh, now. Gosh. And De Niro plays the Godfather, and those three are like Sonny, uh, yeah. Michael, and, and Fredo. <laughs> but like Elias Cody's, I think is the most. He he's the one who looks the oldest. I don't know if he is the oldest, but he definitely he, looks the oldest. He'd be Fredo. I'm sorry, I like him, but he'd be Fredo. 
No, you have to cast a. No, because you said the three and the three. No, yeah. I think I think Andy Garcia would be. I think Andy Garcia would have to be Michael. I hate to say yeah. that, and yeah, I think right. I think Maloney would be Sonny. So yeah, there, you're abs- you're absolutely right. Now I think about it. they'd have to do a whole role reversal. Um, well, I mean, all right. Please I don't, don't wait. Then. Anyone listening, please don't make that move. I mean, it's funny, but please don't make the Godfather again. Don't yeah, remake the Godfather. I don't want Elias Cody's to play Fredo. That's not even. That's not even about that. But just, please don't remake the Godfather. Like, don't remake that. Yeah, movie. don't remake the Godfather. You know, fucking, you know, do something different and original, but steal our idea. It's okay. Yeah, I'm fine with steal the idea. Just don't call it the Godfather. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Call it. Call it the the fucking. Call it the stepfather. The stepfather. <laughs> Um. Uh, oh, anyways, anyways, it, it, and even Raph in the tub is is lifted from the panels. Like okay. it's, um, I fucking love that whole sequence. I, dude, I still not just because of Nancy, but I still get emotional when they do the campfire thing. It's just a cool scene. It's a cool it's scene. A great yeah, scene. and it's so well established. Like all of a sudden, the fire is blue and roaring, and Splinter's like. It, it's the it, it's the fucking Obi Wan. It's the ghost of Obi Wan, but in rat form, talking to his children. And he's like, the most important lesson that you guys have to learn is that I love all of you. And I'm like, oh, we as an audience are like, I fucking love this rat. Loves these turtles, man. Yeah, it's hard, man. I, I'm not gonna lie. I fucking Steph and I both teared up again and like which is really funny because like Steph was not a Ninja Turtles girl so she's like oh my god it gets you right in the feels I'm like I know we're looking at Muppets isn't that <laughs> fucked up we're looking at Muppets doing martial arts I I, I I yeah well I mean but I, I, I gotta focus on Elias a little more I'm Casey I mean I remember when I was watching it back like I because I watched it to get ready for this and and I own like full disclosure. The first one's the only one I own. I own the first I, one. I don't even own the. I own them all on VHS, but I don't even own them on DVD. I own. I own. I own the first one on Blu-ray. Actually, the the OG one, the the ninety one on Blu-ray. But that's the only one that I own. Um. So I, you know, I I, I watched it, and I will watch it randomly just because. But I haven't seen it in a while, and Casey. Casey really fits. Like, I, I didn't realize how well that character fits into this particular story, mm-hmm. and and he he's a little bit of the comic foil, you know. You know, they all he, are to a degree. They all but, are, but he he's dark, but he's also kind of like a lot of what he says, especially to April. You're just like you rolling your fucking eyes, like, dude. Yeah, what, but that's his his first introduction to her, as far as she knows, is whoa, who was the babe? Yeah. Like, oh God. Yeah. He, this is the unfortunate thing is Casey Jones. We totally would believe when he's not a vigilante would be kind of that douchebag New Yorker who's like catcalling. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can't argue that. Yeah. Sure. But he he you know, um, but. He, I chalked that up to, and we've talked about this with other characters in different movies, some awkwardness. Like, maybe he wasn't, he didn't have a lot of experience. Yeah, I don't know. Because, cause like, when he has to tell April he, she was fired, you know, he, when they first get to the farm. Like, he, he, 
he's not being a jerk. Like, he's struggling to find a way to tell her without, you know, and it, it backfires terribly. But, like, right. he's not going out of his way to be an asshole. Like, he's trying to, Yeah, he, he doesn't know what the, how to fucking be subtle. He's just like, hey, you just saved yourself, a, you know, an eight-mile round trip. Yeah. And, and, like, but at the same time, when she needed help with something, and he's like, I am Mr. Fix-It. And she goes, okay. And he's like, lead the way, toots. And she, like, stops. And she's like, toots? He's uh, like, ooh, uh, ah, princess. Like, yeah. Fuck. Like, he says a couple of them, and he ultimately ends up on princess. And she goes, you know what? I, I'll wait for Donna. I'll wait or whatever. And he's like, I'm good. I wouldn't fucking go if out you were with the you last, last thing. Yeah. Yeah, I love how she delivered. Like, the, I wouldn't go out with you if you were the last. And then thing at the, at the same time, planet. when they finally get back to New York and they're down in the sewer, and Donatello's like, "You're claustrophobic," and he's like, "I've never looked at another guy that way." And and he and Donna's just laughing his ass off, you know. And then he goes to the truck. He's like, "I'm gonna go sleep in the truck." And then yeah. he's, he's trying to get comfortable in the truck. He's laying there for like a second, and he rolls down the window really fast, yeah. like. He's like, I ain't being, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, but like, he, I that, absolutely am amazed at the skills that he had when he was able to put on a foot costume. You know, yeah, that was, like a a little, that was a little. That was a little. That was yeah, yeah. Don't don't give me that indie fucking. At least when they did it in, in Indiana Jones, it showed him struggling to put the costume on. Give me that. I want more of that in movies where it's just like, God damn it, these shoes are too small. But I mean, like, even even when like he. When he meets Tattoo for the first, well, first off, when he meets Splinter for the first time, and he's like, "Oh, okay, you know, where are the keys?" Yeah. Like, Steph and I laughed so fucking hard as the reaction is just like, "Well, okay, I've been hanging out with Turtles." This <laughs> yeah, it's kind of what it was. But then he meets Tattoo, and like Tattoo's like, <laughs> and he's like, and then Casey just starts giving it back to him, he's like, Rrr, 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 you know, little, you know, and he, he does like the Vinaka thing. He's like, "That would that would be helpful," you know, and then. It's so it I Dude, that character this, really just you know this is so how much that movie meant to me when I was little I kept quoting his response like it's gonna cost you Tinkerbell yeah to my brothers my brother Joel and I would wrestle and when he would push me I'd get up and like it's gonna cost you Tinkerbell <laughs> I would say that shit like four or five I got to the point where my brother was like come up with a different fucking like insult buddy sure yeah yeah I don't a know, lot. I, but, I mean, him fucking chopping carrots with a goddamn katana. Yep. But it also brings together the scene where, like, it, it's kind of forced masculinity, forced macho bullshit. Like, he's trying to do well, but, like... He, oh, where he puts the ointment on her or whatever, and he, like, forces yeah, her into the Yeah, he basically seat. just, yeah. like, she's just like, hey, let go. And and he just grabs her, shoves her into the chair, like, I'm gonna be a good guy to you, goddammit. Yeah, I'm but gonna she... rub your fucking shoulders, you're gonna like it. But yeah, but she holds him. I mean, like I, I get what you're saying, but I think that's a little bit of 2021 glasses as opposed to like you know. Yeah. See, uh, uh, the kids. Look, there will be angry fucking kids. That you can't recreate, is my opinion. I think. I mean, yeah, you probably have to do it differently. I agree, but like, I think there's a bunch of this stuff. But as a whole, dude, that you know. But let's. You talked about the voices too. Can we talk about mm -hmm. that for a minute? Like, absolutely. All right. I, I get having to give the Turtles voices. Like, I get that. Because it's, it's a Darth Vader thing. It's a David Prowse thing. You know, like, I'm, you know, with all respect to David Prowse, you know, I'll rest in peace. But, like, it, it, unfortunately, unfortunately, he is, like, the, you know, the poster child for 
you put somebody else in the suit and revoice. You know, like that's that yeah. that that is yeah. what he is. But why in God's name did they have to revoice people whose faces you could see? I have a real fucking problem with that. I'm sorry. I I didn't. I mean, it, it, it's more explosive for Tatsu. Like clearly, it's even not. Shredder when he takes the mask off and he's talking to Splinter. I didn't notice it as as you know. But apparently, they dubbing. did it during like the whole. They did it then too. Like it's not. I felt like the looping when he when Shredder takes off the mask and he, and he gives that line like, "No, I will finish what I began with your ear." Yeah, I didn't think that was as bad a dubbing. As when you were like looking at Shredder and Tatsu talking, and whoever's dub, you can't, you know, it's easy to dub Shredder. He's got the fucking mask on. But whoever dubbed, Ka- uh, Ta- I almost said Katsu, Tatsu, that, that's a fucking Japanese dish. Sorry. Um, <laughs> that's like a deep fried chicken fucking dish. Um, it, 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 it's a great voice, but they could have spent a little just just another day just like another 30 minutes just trying to loop it right i felt like they got it pretty accurate you can't i can't i honestly couldn't tell that it was a different voice it helps that it's from a distance but and and they keep tatsu to a very minimalistic stoic personality and a lot of what he does is he does that or shit. or i mean the the most i think the most iconic thing that he says is the ninja vanish you know like he says ninja vanish I, and he says attack those are the two I, like I, yeah i've always viewed attack as more iconic i I, I, that, I didn't i didn't like ninja vanish it just seems sort of so, super hokey but, but him saying attack yeah worked for me no but the, what i'm saying about I, the iconicism of it is that they're both you know they're both pretty clean and and noticeable and i know people that used to yell ninja vanish you know what i mean like oh yeah that was that was a lexicon that was a thing and and it would just you know you would say that and then run off you know even if you didn't actually vanish you would be like ninja vanish and off you run to the side or whatever you know like (laughs) like, you know that was a thing so It, it was the same equivalent of like trying to fucking do the bullet time from the matrix like for the 90s I think it's easier it was to do ninja, ninja vanish, vanish than it is to do the bullet <laughs> well there were kids that were like trying to fucking like run up on like walls and shit oh that, that were, part like, of it yeah, yeah i thought you meant like yeah. the, the the swing back like when you well that too but it didn't end well i mean no you usually just, end up on your ass like yeah like oh i there, i definitely saw kids be like i can do it all right do it and they would just fucking crack their head on the pavement <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like okay, Neo, it's time to go take a timeout. <laughs> um, oh man, I uh, yeah, I still, I still am always I mean, the voices for the turtles themselves. We already talked about Craven Clash. Um, there's the guy. What I sort of knew, but then was reminded myself of, was that all the actors that either do the voices or do the stunts themselves in the turtles costumes each have a scene where they interact with their respective characters. All of them? I thought it was just the one. I'm no, no, no. I'm pretty sure it's most of them. Okay. Um, for example, you brought Domino's, the Domino's delivery driver. Michael Sisti is Michael, Michelangelo. It's Michelangelo. So it's essentially Michelangelo arguing with Michelangelo. Come on, man. I couldn't find no place. Oh, come on. It's like, wise, wise men say uh, uh, wisdom is divine, but never pay full price for, for late pizza. Yeah. 
I never understood that. I could not get away with that. If someone look, I've well, no, a lot of late pizzas. Dom- Domino's used to run a thing back when this movie came out. What's that? Thirty minutes or less. And if they didn't, it was three dollars off. Like it was written on the box that if they weren't there in thirty minutes, it was three dollars off. I remember yeah. that. That was a thing at Domino's. I was like Domino's big, like it's like you know a Little Caesars thing for like I don't. You probably don't remember this, but like when Little Caesars started, you couldn't order one pizza from Little Caesars. If you yeah. ordered cheese, you got two cheese pizzas. It's just the way it was. It was, yeah. and so Domino's thing was if we're late later than thirty minutes, you get three bucks off the off the order, like instantly. Well, I think you answered your earlier questions. Why the fuck are they ordering from Domino's? Because they're on a budget. They want a sewer. Well, yeah. Where, are they, where I mean... are they getting money? Where are they, that's that like you know they're eating a lot of pizza. Are they going to fucking wishing wells like the Goonies and stealing all no, the that's, wishes? He and shit? handed that motherfucker a ten dollar bill. So like, I know. So I mean, yeah. you can't just rely on like loose change going into the grate forever. People dropping their wallets. I guess I don't know. So they're essentially stealing yeah. to supp- to pay for pizza. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? I I don't know. I mean, I kind of was hoping that like. These are the turtles that like Rocky had, like Cuff and Link, and he was just like, hey, "Yo, here's you, you know, here's some ten dollars." I don't know. Um, I, I don't know where you were going, but well, yeah. um, there's, uh, so there's another scene where Raph is chasing after Casey Jones, and he get he rolls over the uh, a cab. the cab. Yep. And the guy in the back seat is the only actor who was both the voice and in the suit as Raphael. He's like, "The heck was that? It kind of looked like a turtle in a trench coat." You go to LaGuardia, right? So the guy in the back seat. I didn't know is that. Raphael. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay. And I think his name was Josh Payas. I got it right and here. That, Hold on. Yeah. He, and he was easily my favorite voice for Raph. He he nailed the voice. Whenever I hear the voice of Raph, I I all respect of Rob Paulson, uh, the voice actor who did the cartoon. His name is Robert Paulson. I, I think it's I think his name is actually Rob Paulson. I think it is too, but I just I just I had to. I couldn't help myself. Um, Are we like discovering like if we ever get Rob Paulson on the show, do you think it'd be shitty of us to be like his name is Robert Paul actually his name is yes, Rob I, Paulson? I think I think he'd be mad. Uh I think I'd yeah, like, but you'd yeah. be able to tell us like how fucking mad he was as Raph. That'd be kinda worth it. I, sure. Uh <laughs> I'm looking now. I can't find Raphael. So this guy, I th- I want to say his name is Josh Pius or something like that. He well, yeah, also, you've I've, got that right. It's Josh Pius, yeah. But he also, I've seen him in so many other things. Like, I've seen him in Law & Order. I've seen him, he was in Scream 3, randomly. He plays like a cop, but he's a total douchebag as a cop. And you, he just, he, he is so memorable. And I it took me years. I'm like, that motherfucker was Wrath? Really? <laughs> Fucking A. And... We have, I have got to acknowledge, like, I've, I've had people give me shit for liking this particular movie a lot. And I'm saying to them, first off, it's dark as fuck. It's not that kid friendly. It is kid friendly, but it's not that kid friendly. No. Also, these motherfuckers in the turtle costumes are doing martial arts. In giant turtle costumes. In giant turtle costumes, they're doing kicks, they're doing flips, they're when they're on their back, they're doing that fucking kick up jump thing that fucking I'll, I'll, I'll do you one better and the trivia that I've got up here, uh Josh Pius is claustrophobic. 
Yep. Which is kind of funny considering they did the thing with Casey. I don't know if that was on purpose, but regardless. Um, so. so, like, he would have to do his scenes and then rip the helmet off and, like, take a breather. So. Oh, he, he got his nose broken. Did he got he really? his nose broken because when he falls into the trash um, the trash can, okay. DC yeah. knocks his yeah. ass in, it caved in and broke his nose. Because I think it was, the helmet was, like, made of fiberglass or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it was him who got his nose broken or the stuntman. But someone got their nose broken. Oh, Eastman. but, um, Eastman's in the movie. Well, actually, did you notice that both their names were combined to make a, a reference to the both of them? Yes, I forget where it was, though. Oh, uh, It was like Eastman was Island. Rock- Isn't it the island, I think? It was East Laird Island or something. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go to yeah. East Laird Island, you'll find what you're looking for. Which, we'll go back to the voices and all that shit for one second, but can we talk about the fucking... The total fucking Ralph Cramden, chief of police. Oh, it's Stearns, Chief Stearns. Yeah. Holy fuck, is that not the most like Jackie Gleason looking and sounding motherfucker that ever existed? Are you trying to tell me how to do my job? A, a secondary favorite is when he calls up Charles. He's like, uh, what's his fucking name? Um, what's what? Charles's last name? Oh, Pennington. Pennington. Yeah. I thought we had a deal and you just hear it like in the background as Charles like uh, yeah. holding the receiver away from his ear um, I for me because I'm a, I'm a big fan of the original film all the voices that they supply are the voices that I think of some of the voices came back for other films but they they really fucked up royally for the third film with whoever fucking voice splinter I'm sorry he did a and beat- Raph Raph's not Josh. I'm pretty sure Raph. it's not Josh Pius in the. Well, in the Josh third Pius one. is not Raph in two either. Okay. But it still sounds similar enough to be Raph right. where you could be like, huh, does Josh Pius have a cold? What the fuck? Um, Michelangelo still is consistently the same. I think it's still the same. Obviously, the big one is Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman as Donatello was absent in the second film. Yep. Comes back for the third one. Which. Apparently, and and Corey Feldman is not the most reliable of sources mm-hmm. for a lot of things. I'm not getting into that. <laughs> yeah. we're, not, we're not getting into that. Yeah. Uh, he said that they invited him to come back for the third one, and he said, "Well, you only paid me fifteen hundred for the first one, and you made it seem like it was not going to be a big fucking hit. Like you made it seem it was going to be a very small budget indie film. I had no idea. Which it was. It was." But he only got paid 1500 bucks for Donatello. So when they brought him back to do the third one, he said, like, hey, this is now a monster hit. Can I get a little bit of a pay raise? And and apparently, according to him, they said, yeah, no, you were in rehab. You're still getting $1,500. Wow. Okay, well, if that's exactly Again, what they said, that's all shitty, but, you know. They were like, if you want to come back, you're getting paid what we pay you because we know you need it and you'll take and you won't say no. Is sort of how Feldman was saying that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm. In the second film, Raph was fine. Um. I'm. I. I'm. I think like the most consistent voice. May not even be Michelangelo. It may be Leonardo, or it might be both. I think those Mike, are the Mike only and Leo consistent. are the only the only ones in all four films, or all three films, excuse me. Um, right. Yeah, that's that's can. My biggest problem with the Michelangelo one uh, is nothing to do with the voice. It has to do with the the voice actor. Mm-hmm. 
Have you seen? I, you and I. I don't know about you, but because of you, when I watch movies now, I pay and I do watch the credits. I do. Pay, I pay attention to them when I do watch them, like more than I ever used to. Mm-hmm. Robbie Rist, the guy who voices Michelangelo, and it might yeah. be pronounced differently, but it's spelled R I S T. So as far as I'm concerned, it's Robbie Rist. Sure. His name in the third one is Robbie Rist. Reserved. It has a little reserved circle R at the end of his name. I don't get. I don't know what that means. He what basically mean? copyrighted his name, and he's not listed as Robbie Rice Rist or Rice or whatever it is. The name, the person. He's now Robbie Rice, the company. That's kind of douchebaggery, isn't it? Yeah, not? a little bit. That's why I brought it up. It's like he's yeah. like I'm Robbie Rist, Esquire. Fuck yeah, off. I mean, like that's the thing, like. Just, and I'm only going to this example because it made me think of it immediately. Like when 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 Bill says that in Bill and Ted, like I'm Bill S. Preston Esquire. That's not him being douchey. It's him being stupid because right. he doesn't understand. <laughs> like, what, you know, like, what a cowabunghole! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Ah, that was good. Uh, that was really thank good. You. Uh, Bunghole. So uh, I have the three examples. If you want, you you had mentioned it, but I have the examples of all four guys meeting playing uh, oh, non turtles. Yeah, well, um, well, don't do the ones that I already said. Well, no, I'm going to run them over real quick. Oh, because it's not long anyway. So you're right. Pius is the guy, or Pace Pius, however you say it. He's the guy in the back of the cab. Michelangelo, as we already talked about, is the pizza delivery guy for Domino's. Mm-hmm. Leaf Tilden, the who plays Donatello. He gets this short end of the straw, I think, but he plays one of the, he plays the foot soldier that slaps April in the and so that. he's behind a mask, but it is him. So you never see like the other two you see their faces. You don't see this dude's face. Like it's true. And then um David Foreman, who's Leonardo, is a gang member and he's in the warehouse during Casey's and Tatsu's fight, so you really don't see him. Like he's not only masked, he but... would be the one who'd be like, there I am. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, basically, yeah. So, Do you remember uh, the, the kid who got the fuck beat out of him by Tatsu? He was supposed to die. Yeah, that's why I was... Yeah. Re- What's his name? Uh, Genji? I don't... Yeah, I don't have that in front of me. Yeah, but yeah. He, he... They added breathing as well as someone off screen saying, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Because he was originally it, supposed it to die, bad, and like the yeah. audience was freaking out, like you can't yeah. kill kids in this movie. Um, so yeah, I think I think that pretty much covers all this. So there's one other thing I wanted to mention that I just I saw a minute ago. I'm just trying to find it right now. Um, shit. Yeah, I remember this too. This is not what I was looking for. But you'll find this interesting. Pizza Hut bought marketing rights to the film even though Domino's is what they order Pizza Hut had all the marketing rights they paid 20 million dollars to be able to market the film look man I'm not gonna fucking lie let me put it this way if they're gonna make if there's another Turtles film coming I'm gonna tell Joel like you fucking try and get Arthur Max like involved in uh, Turtles man like you want the Turtles eating your pizza let's let's be Let's be fucking internet. Let's be Domino's famous. One other voice thing, and I'm going to get to what I was going to say, but this is really an interesting thing that I have not thought of, but when I think back to it... Yeah, see, this is a wrong fact. There's a fact... You know how the trivia on IMDb sometimes wrong? This is one of them. This has to be. Okay. No. Well, let me hear it. The the trivia says Michelangelo does not speak the entire time they're at the farmhouse. Does not say one word. 
And I think they're right. I don't think he actually speaks. He, he's, he, uh, he, hold on. You're going to go to Ooh. turtle wax. You're going to do the turtle wax thing, no, right? No, no, no. Oh. I know he, 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 he cackles in that. He's not saying jack shit. Yeah. Um, does he, who brings out the marshmallows? Was that Donatello or was that Michael? Donatello and Michael, Michelangelo tells him to get rid of them, but he doesn't say move them. He just goes, eh, or. Like Leo just, says, "Put those away." Right, and then, Mike, and then, and then, and then, and then it goes to Mike, and Mike goes like, "Cause Donatello looks at Mike for like approval, and he kind of like he doesn't say anything, but he does like, yeah." So apparently, Michelangelo does not speak the entire time they're at the farmhouse. You know what? That as I didn't realize it, but that actually makes so much sense because I think there was originally supposed to be a deleted scene where I think the reason why he is so sore and he gets the turtle wax anyways is because he just fucked up a punching bag in, in a barn. Mm. Like he has, he snaps and has a moment of rage, which is so not him. It's yeah. Raph. That's Raph. Yeah, that, for sure. That he fucking like drops the surfer dude bullshit and like fucks up. He like, I think he kicks a punching bag so hard. It goes through the wall of the barn. Huh? And that's why he's all sore and everything. It's really, that's fucking interesting, dude. Right? Right? That's really interesting. Yeah. Because now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I don't fucking think he says. He doesn't speak. I, I have to agree with it. Yeah. Um. All right. So. I'll be goddamn. That is some deep fucking research, that person who put that trivia. Right? Right? Like, I applaud you, fool. Like, that yeah. was great. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So. Uh, CJ, this is when you tell me that you're so obsessed with turtles that you were the one who supplied the trivia. I, right? I did, did supply you... that. No, I know. I'm kidding. Um, okay. Did you? Okay. So these are, I have people that were considered for April and people that were considered for Casey. Which one do you want first? Oh, Casey first. Okay. Johnny Depp. I, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I would love the fuck out of that. Keanu Reeves. I could see it. I could definitely see it. Christian Slater. Maybe not as much, but I mean. Oh, it no gets worse. It gets worse. It gets worse, and then it it, it oh, goes no. down, and then it come kind of comes back up again. So, yeah. uh, no, Lou Diamond Phillips. Later, Jay. We wait. What? Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah, no. <laughs> Emilio Estevez. Keep, keep in mind, it's in 1990, so keep that in time yeah. too. Yeah. Kiefer Sutherland. I could see Kiefer. He he would look a little too scary. I think me. so. Yeah, yeah. Jason Patrick. I don't know who that is. I can't Jason Patrick that is the is. guy who plays Michael in The Lost Boys. Oh, God. Michael, okay, Michael, yeah, 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 yeah. Mike, okay. Michael, 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 um, Michael. I think Michael, it's ironic Michael. then that he's right after Kiefer in the list, but that's a different thing. And Corey Feldman. Yeah, and Corey Feldman, right. Uh, Brian Austin Green. I don't know Brian Austin Green. Uh, Beverly Hills 90210. He's, uh, he's married I, to Megan Fox. So Currently? Yeah, I they, I I be- okay. they might they might have divorced, but they were for so a the while. other yeah. April O'Neil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Alex Winter. Oh no way! Yeah, no way. Gary Daniels. No. Gary Daniels. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. And River Phoenix. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, Elias Cody's is the best. Yeah, I agree. I I could. I'm kind of with you a little bit on Johnny or Keanu, but that's about yeah. it. That's where you. Yeah. I, I could see. Yeah, I could see it. I'm trying. I'm trying to imagine them in the full outfit, like with the fucking the the not Jason hockey mask, which also I thought was absolutely 
super cool and creepy in, in the same way, but a very different way than how Jason wears a hockey mask. By the way, did you know they shot all the dialogue scenes in like 20 frame, like a slower frame rate to, or yeah. a faster frame rate to make the mouse work right? Because For the turtles, yeah. Yeah, for the turtles. Yeah, which meant like all the martial arts we saw was kind of, you know, slower because it's hard to fucking move around that clunky, but it looks so effective. It does. Well. It worked well. Anyway. Like, um, and that's the problem is that, yeah, okay, obviously CGI would work to make it better, but I, I dug the animatronics. I thought it was cool. No, I think it went well. All right. Women for April that didn't mm-hmm. that didn't get it. And I'm going to guess one just automatically. Please. Julia Roberts. No, actually. No, if okay. she was, she's not listed here. We'll put it that way. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Um, Jennifer Beals. I could see it. Uh, Marissa Antomay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sandra Bullock. Um, no, I don't think so. I like Sandy, but I, no. I, I yeah. like I like Sandy. I don't see her as April O'Neil. This one, of the ones so far, this is the one. Actually, I don't know who Jennifer Beals is, though. I can't think of who that is. Like, I know the name, but I can't think of who that is. I can't visualize her. Footloose, right? I didn't see Footloose, so. Uh, Hold on, let me, very quickly. Hold on. Oh, I see who she is now. No. Okay. Uh, and I do know who it is and still no. Um, yeah. But no, no disrespect to her. This one I could see, though. Nicole Kidman? I could see that. Actually, yeah. Visually, yeah. Nicole Kidman looks the most like April. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it. Uh, Melanie Griffith? Um, At the time, yeah, I could understand her being on the short list. I could see it. Not now. No. Uh, Sean Young? Sean Young was... Yeah, I see her. Yeah, she's uh, more famous for uh, Blade Runner as well as Ace Ventura. Which, by the way, how terrible is that scene in Ace Ventura now? Yeah, that's that that doesn't that doesn't it, that, yeah it, it, it that's, doesn't that's, that's a hard watch now. Yeah, um, it, it's real. I mean, that actually did a good a lot of flack once yeah. he realizes who Einhorn is and he yeah. reacts so fucking Ter- terribly. Yeah. Um, uh, where was I? Okay, Lorraine Bracco. I like Lorraine Bracco. I know you do. Lorraine Bracco. Yeah, she's for those who don't know, she's the shrink in The Sopranos, and she's Henry Hill's wife. I don't see her. Damn it, Karen! I don't see her as April though. I like her, but I don't don't see her as April. Yeah, it's so interesting how they're trying to get like. I mean, obviously they're going for someone who can convincingly play a New Yorker. Sure. Um. But they're also kind of going for like the Italian looking ones, <laughs> you know. You get get the fucking Irish ones, you know. Right. I always kind of envisioned um, a- a- no Italian would name their kid April. Right. I got I got two more, and then I want to move on because we've been at two hours and we haven't even gotten to any of the other films yet. So. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I really don't have a whole lot to say about the t- the second film, second and third films, apart from yeah, that that didn't work. But yeah, let's move on. <laughs> uh, but Who, no, no, that? let me get through the last two names and then we'll we'll move on to those movies. Winona Ryder. I think she's too slight. Like I like Winona, but I think she would have been she would have been she would have carried herself the way you needed to carry yourself to be April. I don't think. I don't think she could have done that personally. You know what? I, I could see Winona now. Yes, but not Winona. Winona. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, and then the last name is Brooke Shields. I don't think so. I mean, nothing against Brooke Shields, but I don't think so. No. Look, I, 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 I you know. Um, for, for me, this list, it would have to be, the only two I could really see would be Nicole or, or Marissa. At the time? Yeah. Because I, I don't think Uma Thurman 
was Uma Thurman. No, no. But um, I could kind of see her like if they made it like. Mid-90s. See, I think I think Marissa could do it. I think Marissa I, could do it based strictly on what we see. And, and I would have felt this way even before this film, but like what you see on how she plays Aunt May, like really, because that's that's a very April Neal esque, yep. you know. Yeah, but at the time now, at the time then, she was very much. Well, that's that's Mona right Lisa. around my yeah, but Mona Lisa Vito would have worked in that role, I think, a little bit. A very heavily Brooklyn Italian American as April O'Neil. Okay, here's the here's the better question: Who looks good in red and uh, in yellow? Well, they, they, do you know they didn't notice they didn't do it? They put in the yellow fucking as an homage, but as, it's the only time homage. she's wearing. Yeah, look, I'm not gonna lie. The yellow fucking tracksuit fucking thing is stupid. It's fucking stupid. Well, that's what I she do. Wore, yeah, I do like that they made her a reporter. The wrong wrong news channel too. Well, yeah, whatever. I mean, originally she was a fucking lab assistant to. Uh, oh, I don't know Stockman. I don't know that. Yeah, I yeah. Know. Okay. She was she was an assistant to Baxter Stockman or whatever. The scientist becomes basically the fly. All right. But you're right. Let's fucking. So let's two fu- and three. Let's unleash the secret of the ooze. You know. Look, I I like the concept of the secret of the ooze. I do. I like the concept of the film. I like the idea. And honestly, here's the thing. I know I said earlier I would probably take three over two, and I might still hold to that, but. If you took elements of two and put it in three and vice versa, both of those films would have been way better, right? So, um, you need the Jim Henson, and you yeah. need the Jim Henson for three for sure. My I bi- also the the fact that they took away the weapons of the of the turtles in the second film was kind of ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were really trying to fucking do the opposite of what they did in, in the, the first, first one. They were yeah. Tra- yeah, they were they were, they were like. All right, just martial arts, no weapons. Um, my biggest issue with two mm-hmm. is uh, Tokar and uh, Razor. Razor, you had you have two mutants yeah. in the like this. This like I mentioned Mark's thing earlier about replacing the characters or putting new characters in, like. This is the one of the ultimate examples of that. You have to. My understanding is though that was a licensing issue. Playmates wrote the fucking movie. What licensing problems did they have? I don't. Have? I don't know. I remember reading something. Let me let me see if I can find it because there was something about that. I don't remember obviously, which is why uh, I have to fucking look it up. I'm looking now. There was. It wasn't. It was not like fuck, uh, Bebop and Rocksteady. It was fuck. We can't use Bebop and Rocksteady for some reason. Now, see, to me, it was a, it was let's make more toys, and this is how we make more toys. Did they ever make a token Razor toy? Yes, probably. Yes, I don't, rem- no, I don't remember. I, I, my buddy had both of them. Yeah, I still have to acknowledge that I like the animatronics. I think they did a great job. Yes, it is kind of fucking. It is weird as all hell that they chose like a wolf and a snapping turtle. Like you already have turtles. Why are you going other turtles? Get a different animal to make it more visually interesting. Right. Um, hang on, let me find it. I'm looking at the trivia now. Um, yeah, I'm in there too. Um, but what the serious fuck? Like I, I, I'm with you. 
I'm, I'm with you. Okay, originally the studio wanted Bebop and Rocksteady from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon to appear. However, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird were not in favor of it, so Token Razor were created. That's according to this. And I they weren't in favor of it, but it wasn't a licensing issue. I misread. I misremembered it. Okay, well that's fine. I'll give you that. I'm not. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm not. I'm not gonna give you that. That much shit. You that much shit about it. But I mean, the point is like, come on. You know. Uh, here's something I didn't. Uh, in the original script, the film was to end on a cliffhanger, with Professor Perry being revealed to be a robotic shell. For an Utrom, aliens from the original uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comics, who created the ooze to power their technology. This was dropped due to the fear of kids mistaking it for Krang, a villain of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> TV. Krang. Car- yeah. Fucking Krang. Cartoon series was based on the Utroms. While at the time, the Utroms were not known outside the comics, they would later be officially adapted to the media for the first time later. TMNT Turtles cartoon series in 2003, which notably was much closer to the original comics than its animated predecessor. That's interesting. Um, I'm, I look, I'm, I kind of thought it was interesting that they did talk on Razor as opposed to Bebop and Rocksteady. Visually, I would have liked to have seen Bebop and Rocksteady. Um, but I was also a kid when I saw, you know, Secret of the Youth, so I didn't bother me as much. I was under the assumption that they were the characters from like they were other characters. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just, they just felt like didn't, they just didn't want to use bebop and rocksteady because I felt like they were overdone in the cartoon. So they wanted to go in a different direction. That's how I took it as a kid. I don't know fucking why Larry Neesman were like, nah, fuck you guys. Well, they also didn't want shredder. They, they wanted them to go with Baxter, which I think would have been kind of the way to go. Cause like, I think bringing shredder back was really kind of stupid. I find it absolutely hard to believe that he survived how he survived. Um, and, and then to kind of make him more of a gimmicky, overblown villain yeah. played by Kevin Nash. Well, Nash know? only plays it when he gets to be Super Strider. I know, but that's, my, that's what I'm saying is like him being all hulked out and not thinking clearly and bringing a fucking, you know, a peer under, you know, on top of him was just kind of like, dude, you were a. You were a Rokusaki. What you do? You yeah, know? I mean that's I, what I'm saying. You know, like I, I, I still think it's more better. It's better than the third one. I, it's I more better. Serious, <laughs> it's more better. Fuck you. See, um, I, I, I like, I like, because like, what else do you do in New York City, right? So I like the fact that they do the change of scene. I like the kind of getting back to roots, you know, a little bit with getting going back to ancient Japan. Like, I, I didn't have a problem with those things. Like. I had a problem with the visuals of a lot of it, like like the animatronics and things like that. But I I have nothing against the turtles going back in time because they go back in time a lot. Yeah. I I have nothing against them going back to sixteen oh three in feudal Japan. Um I just would have changed a lot. Like you keep the concept of the third film, but you also the fucking the, the dual role of Casey Jones and as wit was. You've never been a reason. fan of that though. When people like, this is not the first time that that's happened in a film where you're like, you're usually, unless it's like a cameo thing, like the pizza guy from the first, you know, with, with Michael Sisti as an example, right? That's one thing. But like when they play major roles, you're usually not a fan of that. I, 
it was so weird how they're like, we want, hey man, we got Elias Cody's back, but we're gonna play Casey Jones and then maybe an ancestor. Like they they never really really were clear about that, and it was just like, hey, we wrote a script and oh, he came, he wants to come back. This is how we get you on screen is to play a British dude. It just was such a weird concept and it was just it was bad dialogue and it felt like Raphael was just misinterpreted for this film like him he's not the one who would be overly jokey to a kid named Yoshi yeah that would have been Michelangelo it would be Michelangelo and and Michelangelo is the one who saved the kid in the fire so why is Raph bonding with Yoshi I was was thinking the same thing yeah yeah also, they named him Yoshi. Do you think that's a reference to Hamato Yoshi, fucking Splinter's, like, master? Which isn't even the case. That's a whole different thing we didn't talk about yet. But, but yeah, well, to your, to your are, point, Are you alluding yes. to who Hamato Yoshi is? It's supposed to be Splinter. It dep- Yeah, in the, in the cartoon, he, he becomes... It's the reincarnation or something? No, he becomes no, 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 no. The rat and Hamato Yoshi both touch the use and kind right. of blend. Where that's they how pull the, say, that's the same they way. Pull of, the fly. That's what or or and it's what happens with Rocksteady and Bebop. That's how they right. become. Is they they right. take these two gang members and put them in with a warthog and a, a rhinoceros respectively. And you know, so that that's how that you know so. But I, I can kind of look past it, but that is what's supposed to actually be the case with Amato Yoshi. It's supposed to be, you know. And the I reason, thoroughly and love the, the reason fucking that, origin. And the reason the turtles become walking, talking things is because they kind of, they became in contact with Yoshi. Mm. That's in, in, yeah. In in the film, I absolutely loved the... It's fine. I Yeah. I No, I'm, I'm, the whole way the story is told, like with the kind of black... Backdrop. What well, shot in Super Eight as well? I, I thought it was great. I thought yeah. it was absolutely fucking. No, it's cool. well it, done. it looked. Cre- yeah, it looked creepy. Where Splinter's narrating and he's talking about like, you know, when he says Arokusaki, it looks, and then like Arokusaki turns around and he's got this evil fucking menacing look on his face. I, I was I was into it. I, I there's so much of that movie that I fucking thoroughly enjoyed. I well, I, mean, I like yeah, the even, fact that even during that part where like. Mikey says something like he's like that's us or something, and the other three like they they show up on camera like oh man shut up you know like or whatever it's... that part I didn't really particularly oh see I think that's funny that that's where you get your turtles you know but go ahead I still think it's I giggle when one of the turtles because we don't know who it is because we don't have the fucking bandanas and shit but one of them goes like radical 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 yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I always kind of took I... that to, I always took that to be Michelangelo. Yeah, I don't believe that their first word would be pizza, pizza. Ah. Like, you, no, you you wouldn't say pizza. I wish also that he would have, that Splinter would have said, like, I gave them names from an old Renaissance book. He does. He doesn't say the third. He doesn't say the first one. He, he he says I gave them names, but he doesn't say why. I think it's the second one he says it. It's the second one where yeah. he says I from an old, an old Renaissance book, where it's, which. I love how people are like, Raphael's the only one who doesn't ever know at the end of it. I'm like, well, because it would be Raffaello. If and that's that's the painter's fucking name is Raffaello. Right. They just 
for some reason, for some reason, Splinter was like, fuck that. I'm going to anglicize no, the shit he, out of you. He, I've talked to art people I know. He's known as Raphael, not Raphael. It might be his name, but he, I think, I think he's one of those, like, like he goes by Raphael when he signs his paintings. Like, there's not an O on his, I've seen some of his paintings. I'm not saying that's not his name, Rico. I'm saying that's no, no, how no, he, no. I, you might be right. I just want to double check. I just want to double check. Um, so, but yeah, I, I didn't like, I didn't like the villain Ted, like the, the, the samurais lost in New York in the third one. That was stupid. Yeah. Um, them getting into hockey was kind of interesting. That I found kind of funny. But I guess like I, you just didn't need the back and forth. You know what I mean? Like you didn't. Need it was that. yeah. It was absolutely not needed, and it didn't. It, it just reminded me of like that. I'm sitting here watching this movie. Yeah. It was. It was. I also I got nothing against the guy who played the long haired fucking bad dude, the British dude. Like oh yeah, which. Steph is very proud of herself. She was like, I fucking know that voice. I fucking know who that is. And she's like, that's the dude from the mask of Zorro. And I'm like, no, it's not. And I thought she was talking about Anthony Hopkins. I'm like, it's not Anthony Hopkins. Not all British people are the same. <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 it's the bad guy in, in the mask of Zorro. And the guy, the bad guy, you haven't seen the mask of Zorro, but the guy yeah. in mask of Zorro looks Hispanic as fuck, has a goatee and he looks kind of regal and everything. She was fucking right. It, it so does not look like him. It, it's kind of astounding. Okay, uh, for Rafael, his his actual birth name is Raffaello Sanzio de, uh, uh, da Urbino, but he was just known as Rafael. So you are you are right. I was. You're both. We're was, both right because you, you're right. His right. name is Raffaello, but kind of. But his public name is just Raphael. You know, so yeah, right. but. Hmm. Um, for the second film, I, I thought it was very interesting that David Warner was in that movie as the professor because David Warner. Yeah, it's, it's Stark from, or Sark from, uh, Tron. It's Sark from Tron. He's in Time Bandits. He's, he was the original contender to play Freddy Krueger. Yeah. He was the first contender to play Freddy Krueger, which I think there was like actually someone made a a cast of his face and weathered it up. It looked like David Warder with like burned faces, you know, burned scars. Sure, on his sure. face. Um, I just find it really interesting that David Warner was in this movie, you know? Um, I, I, I mean, there's fucking vanilla ice. Vanilla ice is in this movie. I, I actually don't have a problem with the vanilla ice part like that. I, I don't either. I I uh I understand for the time it I even I even love the 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 club promoter who's like I didn't order extras who are these guys call the police the guy goes and calls the police like what are you doing they love it it's like and the and the poor like got the assistant's like it's all right they love it yeah yeah so uh, that, that... I, see, I I think they gradually the films gradually get worse personally um that's what I'm saying though but like the 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 scene. The scene in the club, despite the fact that it's Toka and Raza, or whatever the fuck they're called. Toka and Razar. Razar. Uh, Haza. Um, <laughs> if, if, you know, in, in that scene where they're playing, you know, fighting those things, I would have preferred it to be Bebop and Rocksteady, but despite that part, the rest of that was fine. The fight sequence is fun. The fact that when it's done, they end up dancing with, with 
fucking vanilla ice. Like, I don't have a problem with any of that. Like, that's very Turtles. Is it a big departure from the darkness of the first one? Sure. But is it still what the Turtles, as I know them, would do? Yes. So that's why I don't really have a fundamental problem with that kind of stuff. You know, you're right. Kino's not great. Um, I think Ernie Reyes was trying, Ernie Reyes Jr. specifically was trying to have like a acting career and they were giving him a chance and it didn't work, but, but that's just what it is. We'll put it this way. That first one is so good. It would have been very hard to live up to that. Yeah. I, I think in a roundabout way, they did kind of shoot themselves in the foot, not to be fucking punny, you know, about the foot, Yeah, but but they uh, weren't ever expecting to make a second. You know what I mean? Like you, that, you make that Ninja Turtles movie. You make that first one, and you're like, uh, it, it's not even about the darkness, but you don't expect that you're going to get a chance to make a second one. You know what I mean? It's the only other thing I could think of that could come close that was like edgy, and it was a surprise hit. And now they're kind of like, ooh, how do we branch off from this? Maybe like Deadpool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. The second, I mean, the second Deadpool is good, but it's not, <laughs> and we've talked about it. It's not the first one. So, and now, and now the the whole thing is is like Disney owns Deadpool. Now they're gonna. I mean, I've been I've been reading like Ryan Reynolds is demanding full control over Deadpool over which, Disney, which will be a good thing if it yeah. what happens. But uh, you know, yeah, he wants full creative control. He's like, you're not gonna fucking Disneyfy me. Which is good. Like, it's right. good that he's fighting for that. I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, as far as, you know, um, I was trying to make a point and I lost it. Oh, well. Forget it. Uh, I can't say a whole lot about the video games. I did play uh, Turtles in Time. And I also played, there was another one. Uh, it was a Street Fighter. It was like Tournament. Battles or something? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I forget what the name, the exact name is, but I know what you're talking about. And you could be, you could be Shredder, you could be Kang, you could be any of the turtles. I think you could be Splinter. I don't remember if you could be. Splinter. I don't. I don't think you were Splinter. I don't. No. I don't think you were Splinter. But I was always Donatello, and it was the rare time where I could annihilate my older brothers. Like I'm six, they're sixteen, <clears throat> and I'm playing on Super Nintendo, and I was so cheap. I was the cheap fucking player as Donatello because I wasn't a very good gamer. I didn't sure. know what else to do. Sure. So I'm just taking the bow staff and just slashing repeatedly was such a great fucking reach. It was hard and to I'm, get in. It was hard to yeah, get I'm, in. I and, remember. And Alex especially. Alex was like, let's play a video game. And I played this with him. And Alex was like, can you not do that? Like, it was so kind of exquisite for me to, like, fuck with my older brother at a video game that I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just bashing buttons. This is awesome. And Alex was like, I'll never play with you again. God damn it. So, so from a video game perspective, I've played, I've played Turtles in Time. I've played the, the fighter you're talking about. Um, I've played the arcade game, both in the arcade and then when it was ported over to the Nintendo. Um, I played the arcade game at an arcade. I remember that. Um, the most interesting and yet the hardest Turtles game ever made is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the Nintendo. The original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So much so that the arcade game, when they ported it over for the Nintendo, was actually called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Because, uh, because they... They wanted to distance themselves from that hard fucking game. It was insanely hard, but it had, it had, for a Nintendo game, it had one very cool feature that you don't get very often, even today. You could switch between the Turtles 
at mm-hmm. any given time. You could pause and go from Donatello to Michelangelo to Leonardo or Raphael as necessary. It was like the Lost Vikings for with turtles. I never played the Lost Vikings, so I can't say. But, um, but you could switch. You could switch turtles right mid game. And so, like, if one of you guys got low on pizza or, or health, and you found a pizza, you could switch over and then get him his health back and stuff like that. God damn! There is such a good. There, there could potentially be a great goddamn turtles game. Like now, like made now. You know that three. You know, similar to like the the Marvel Avengers game. You know, in in that respect, like you get all the characters have their own thing. They have a whole fucking range of villains. And I got a better characters. way to do it. Assassin's you Creed, what? U- a better way. Assassin's Creed okay. Unity. You do Unity, where you can have up to four players simultaneously, because you could have uh, four people as each each playing a turtle running around New York and maybe not assassinating people, of course, but like completing I missions think- and. I think you make it more like Arkham's. You make it more like an Arkham game because half That's the fine. point is you can't yeah. make the turtles be out around. You know, Batman is very much in the shadows. So you can't be like a Spider-Man game where Spider-Man's swinging, helping people. It's got to be, you got to have like a ninja fucking tactic of like, if, if a character's mugged, you can't be seen. The first fucking thing that Splinter asked them is, were you seen? Yeah, you right. Know? Yeah. Um, don't shoot. I don't think it's loaded, kid. <laughs> no ninja, no ninja, no. <laughs> Man, it's, it's great lines in that one. Just well, I I paraphrase. I, I it's, it's go ninja. Go yeah, I know. Ninja. No, but I'm just saying from the first one, like Casey's lines. I don't think like Kate, Raphael's lines. Like, it's just li- all over that, you know. Uh, and and ultimately, I'm gonna end this episode with the way sh- fucking Splinter edited, ended. His fucking uh, first one was like, I made another funny. <laughs> hey, motherfuckers, get ready for a long closing that us podcasters are obligated to do. I try to make this funny, so bear it all with me. If you're currently listening to this after an episode, then you already know how to find us. But if someone played this for you and you need directions, then you can listen to us on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find your podcast, or simply Google us. Please don't forget to write and comment. Seriously, we're not just saying that because we want to. We need your acceptance. Also, we do it live. Fuck it. Sorry. What I mean to say is we show off our shenanigans every Friday on getvocal.com slash pod askew. That is vocal spelled V-O-K-L. This is a way for our fans and friends and family to interact with us and occasionally offer to pay for therapy. Catch these interventions at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time which is 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Do the math if you're not in either of those time zones. Also, if you happen to like us individually, I do a live reading of books called Rico's Reads. This means I take a look and read a book. Currently, I'm waiting for LeVar Burton to sue my literate ass, but I add funny voices and say fuck a lot. So it's not true plagiarism. So let me tuck your ass in on Thursdays on GetVocal.com at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And for you West Coast dudes, that means 4 p.m. If you want to agree with or yell at us, especially CJ, follow him and me and the show on Twitter. The show is at Podeskew, I am at Rance Rico, and CJ is at M underscore Blade. Clearly, he put more thought into his username than I. We want to thank Logo Mike for our logo. That's why we call him Logo Mike. The dude is our very own Michelangelo. 
If you want or need some good art, hit them up at logomike80 at gmail.com. That's logomike80 at gmail.com. We got to give a big sloppy thank you to Samuel Lemons for all the original music on the show, especially our theme music. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons and his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Samuel dash Lemons. When life gives you Sam Lemons, you better pucker up. And fucking finally, and most important, we have to thank all of you. Well, we don't have to. We want to. It really does mean a lot to CJ and I. You guys have prioritized your time listening to us. We really, really appreciate it. Hang tight for the post-credit. Damn it. I need a smoke. Class is paying 101. Your instructor's Casey Jones. Look, I don't want to fight you. Well, tough rocks, pal. A Jose can say go bat. Tell me, you didn't pay money for this. Damn it. This is Dan. Dan uses Navy Federal Credit Union to save and invest. Luckily for him, Navy Federal takes the legwork out of managing his money, which gives Dan time to work on other things, like his new auctioneering hobby. If you want to be like Dan, learn about our savings and investment options at NavyFederal.org slash save and invest. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Bitter number 63. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment options are available through Navy Federal Investment Services and are not insured by NCUA.